1: Recording and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron and Abe is uh, unfortunately not here this time around, but Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I normally discuss the movies weekly. However, every now and then like the special bonus episodes whether it's one of our fun commentary tracks or something completely different, but this is our commentary track for November 2022. And listen, over the years of this podcast, we've done a number of commentary tracks for a very specific series. That series would happen to be Alien. For whatever reason, we've <laughs> covered them and I believe, this order. Alien 3, Alien, then Aliens. Not to be forgetful, Alien versus Predator Requiem, we did the first, <laughs> first of all these things. But now we finally got to it, in honor of its 25th anniversary. We're talking Alien Resurrection. The Jean-Pierre Genot entry in this... Uh, in this long-running sci-fi horror franchise. And joining me to discuss Alien Resurrection, we have from Why So Blue and the host of The Brandon Peters Show. Stay tuned to see if a monster bursts from his chest during this commentary track. of Brandon Peters. You
2: won't want to miss it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just also joining me. us. Yeah. Also joining us for movies, films, and flicks and the host of Con Air, the podcast. Working hard on his half-court shot is Mark Hofmeyer. I practiced all week, y'all. I, I
3: channeled my inner Kurt Russell from Escape from L.A., and I just was running up and down basketball courts all week, just practicing for this. It was wonderful. Good. Wore an eye patch, no, uh, wore a sleeveless no, shirt, of,
1: leather pants. None of, none of that backcourt press bullshit either. Good. I, I'm, 30,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm 38% I'm, from behind the arc.
1: So yeah. Good.
3: <laughs> How are you guys doing this evening?
2: I'm awesome. Very excited for this one.
3: I, I haven't watched this movie since 97. Oh, wow. So, so uh, this was fun. I, I I just haven't I never I didn't strongly love it I didn't strongly dislike it I just watched it I was like this is cool there's some water bits so no I'm happy to watch this again and just sort of be reminded of this movie this is wonderful
1: yeah I, I am curious of our, our takeaways in general and what we're going to think of it during this viewing of the film and I, I'm i also just happy that we're finally wrapping up the initial alien quadrilogy <laughs> <laughs> so, when they when they release the 4K set, they'll have they'll have our four commentaries to put on those discs, as I would assume would happen, and uh, we'll be we'll be just reset set to go.
2: I'm just waiting. I have a contract dispute, and then I'll sign it.
1: Oh, okay, you can have mine for free. I'm just happy to be here. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those that are listening uh, and planning to watch the movie along with us, that that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk over the movie as it's playing. Um, we have the movie currently. Uh, pause at five seconds in which is just as the 20th century fox logo is uh, forming here the camera is kind of hovering over the 20th um and so on the count of i'm gonna count right after
2: four seconds and just before six
1: (laughs) yeah exactly that's how it works i'm I'm gonna count down from three and on the sound of go we're gonna press play start talking over the movie so if you plan to watch along with the movie feel free to set the you know the film up to that point and you will be good Uh, for those that are listening just to listen you're good to go. You just stay on that treadmill or driving that car. Do what you need to do and just keep playing. Just keep listening to this to the to the magic you're about to enjoy as we talk about alien resurrection. Um, all right. Are we good to go? You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do it.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Three, two, one. Go. And
3: by the way, I uh, love y'all's Halloween ends episode. I know I'm throwing enough. it in there during the commentary. this, I dug it. Listen to it. I liked your discussion a lot.
1: Great. Just throwing
3: it in there. For our Alien Resurrection conversation
1: It's nice saying the letters Fox I so <laughs> just, just seeing all these movies <laughs> yeah. That don't have Fox in it The
2: dirty it's word <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh Alright so Alien Resurrection This movie came out what Thanksgiving weekend 1997 Yep Alien Turkey Resurrection Day. versus Flubber That was a big weekend <laughs> And Flubber won Flubber won the weekend <laughs> And I saw Flubber in theaters That's a Did movie. they
2: make a Flubber 2? Nope.
1: Did they make they
2: Flubber did. versus Nutty Professor?
1: Nope. Whoa. They should have. <laughs> but uh, it didn't happen. We need what are we watching right now? Is this is cuz it's going to be like a fly eventually, but this isn't that, right? This is just like alien shit.
2: Yeah, it's like cloning stuff, I think, cuz okay. you see you'll see Sigourney Weaver's face in here at some that's point that's right
1: okay because we're eventually going to get to like a pan out and there's like a fly or something on a that's in the on. that is on the director oh this one. is that's sort of, Oh, I should have said that by the way we are yeah. watching the theatrical cut of this movie uh, yeah. je, I should note that right now <laughs> you yeah. the <laughs> should note kind of that you uh, should note that
4: huh I, 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 I want everyone to watch
3: that. this though and just I think this is the juiciest alien movie of the franchise I just want that's a
1: that's probably true I'm
4: gonna
3: yeah there's a lot of goo in this opening well, let's see, shot. Let's That's too. something we should
1: cut. We should we should rank this for sure. I would probably yeah. yeah like, I, I would say this is probably of the not including Alien versus Predator because I, I there's some juicy ones in there, but I can't count all the juice right now with that movie. This movie's wet movies. and gooey. Yes, it's wet and gooey. I'd say the first one's probably the second wettest and gooeyest. Yeah, then the third one. The second one's notably dry. Yeah. That's, that's the difference with that, with that, there with that second one. There's
2: some sweat, yeah. but, like, that's, that's, a, that's about as It's
3: as, a, yeah, as it's yeah. More, it's. yeah. Alien 3 yeah. is Blood. the sweatiest, maybe. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, planet, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. the sweatiest. Yeah. They got it's lava. Hot it's, hot and, and, it's hot on yeah. that planet, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. who survives in Alien 3? Uh, Not me. No. <laughs> It's just like one. Of, not, it's not even like not one of the done. main cool guys. It's not done.
2: Not it's not done. Not, dance. It's not the, dance. Not dance. They take away that one guy who's like a little shithead. The whole movie that helps in the end. <laughs> he gets taken away. I don't know what they do with him, but he makes it.
1: But he makes it right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of you know because there's obviously a lot of outcry about newt and michael bean being killed at the end at you know at the beginning of three mm-hmm. was there much was there much outcry that random prisoner from alien three did not exist well, 200 years 200 years later this i so, don't care brandon they could have brought him along <laughs> right
2: so th- this movie is a reaction movie um it you know well they're making another one but like alien three at the time was 100% not w- well received um there's the, you know, the Newton Hicks died and Ripley died. So they make this movie. And I was it, locked
1: out of the editor's room and I don't acknowledge that my filmography. Right. Uh, <laughs> that whole but, thing.
2: But yeah, so this movie was like, okay, well, let's try. Because there was for years, the playground talk was that they were going to make an Alien 4 where like Alien 3 was like a dream or didn't happen or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that usually happens. Yeah. And then there's the, <laughs> and then this came where it's like well it, clones and then there was a there was there was i remember there's a couple like magazines back in the day that said well well they're saying it's like a clone but it might actually be the real ripley and like it was a clone in the third one like it was not that's some fan fiction bs but so they you know clone ripley and well if alien 3 was like hey let's go back to the basics of alien this is like hey people loved aliens so let's try to replicate that if we can
1: they, they did not do that and
3: i mean clones are kind of <laughs> hot clones are kind of hot in the 90s as well you know multiplicity that blockbuster like, yeah they they probably thought let's tie these two together like what's this is this is
1: the good stuff what's what's george lucas saw this said hey i can do the prequels <laughs> i could and i'll make them attack let's mm-hmm. go to australia um, what what else isn't like one of the star treks aren't there clones in one of those
2: uh nemesis uh, the nemesis right it's a clone of picard is tom hardy
1: tom nice. hardy yeah. and, and which is regarded as the best one so it worked out for them yeah um what else clones i mean um, the city of lost children um, had clones city of lost children mm-hmm. i mean even yeah, like genetic like, gen- yeah. like genetic engineering in general was a thing for movies too which is the same category Well, because in
2: the news they had that sheep that was cloned around this time so that was a big big yeah. story like it can actually happen uh, and
1: it's just like a sci-fi thing that got you know became a bigger thing in general. Like, cause he's like, mm-hmm. we did time travel a lot. We've done aliens, obviously. With, like, what else? Cloning, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. I feel
3: like the sixth day kind of wrecked it for a little while, and then the
1: island didn't hit. Well, I
2: mean, all Van Damme did was like clone doppelganger movies for a while, so <laughs> he was kind of already in.
1: Well, everybody, everybody had a doppelganger movie. Jackie Chan had a doppelganger. Like everybody has like a doppelganger. That's that's mm-hmm. a big, that was a big thing in general. It's like, well, what if we had two of them? Then we just pay. We don't have to pay another guy.
2: Yeah,
1: gently. gently. Stallone, Stallone oh, never did
2: a du- duplicate
1: one. you uh, sure Did did you see uh, the, the stop over by Marvel? Shoot, yeah, the, 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 the... yeah. Getty. She was. A, but, right. no, 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 The secret thing about that movie is that every other scene, it's a different Stallone. You just mm. don't. They just don't tell you. Uh, wait, two. Wait, no, it, that's not real. I'm making that up. <laughs> <That's> that thing. <laughs> I was gonna go with it. <laughs> yeah. So, it says intro the, the is... six the six days problem was what if we made Arnold and had a clone movie but uh, we made it a uh, very boring and that that was the problem <laughs> with the six day. <laughs> what like we got a great uh, cast we have Duvall we have Stallo we have Michael Rappaport playing wisecracking you know best friend and uh, what if we removed the fun and and then they uh, yeah just didn't pan out for him too well. Answer. Who's that? Roger Spottiswood is that who did that one? Uh, my... I the so. six day, Arnold never dies guy oh yeah it is Tar- terror train and uh yeah, yeah. did i nail that one? did i nail it yeah it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's a poll it's stop for my bubble shoot. <laughs> Wow. see <laughs> wow.
2: so that was time. on that was on the decline of of schwarzenegger at the time where it was just like Mwah. oh yeah because
1: like it was like well after batman end and Robin, of
2: days that end yeah, of days oh, that, yeah. that
1: and then he, and he and also, he's just trying to do less because he had that whole heart surgery and everything. Yeah. And well, like, and in my then, opinion, you
2: know, like right before governor, he brought it back with Terminator 3 Rise of the Machine.
1: Oh, yeah. That was his Not last Not as, that as was good as
2: T2, but that's a fun movie. That was that a
1: that really was fun la- movie. Yeah. That was his last stand. Then he did the government for a while. Then he made a movie called The Last Stand. So it really worked out for him in the long run.
3: <laughs> I like The Last Stand. John yep. Knox will blow somebody up with a flare gun.
1: It's a yeah. it's a good movie.
4: Yeah. And so anyway, Cornfield Chase. This
3: movie. Chase. <laughs> this oh.
1: movie. <laughs> Uh, you know, Wait, so, David... well, before we get too far, we already got too far past it. So, the alternate opening on the that's the thing with the fly that I'm remembering.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. uh, you see stuff, and then a guy like spits a spitball to like smash yeah. a fly against a windshield.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's part of why I don't like very Jeanette, though.
2: It's very Jeanette.
1: Yeah it, 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 but well I mean you say that but like he pref- this is his director's cut like that was not a, the, like right
2: right sh- but that kind of thing that it was it, an idea it, it on there comes from him not certain, Whedon for I sure I get that.
1: for sure but it certainly feels well given how much I don't I don't like that opening it seems like he agrees cuz he doesn't prefer that at all Right you know no no but it, so here but here's what I was going to say I'm not a big fan of this movie. Like this is, this is ranking pretty low on the list of movies we've done for commentary tracks as far as how much I like them.
4: Mm-hmm. Maybe
1: it's because, I mean, I don't think it's solely because, but maybe part of it is because I, I think I've owned, I have i don't think I've watched the theatrical version in a good long while. I think when I watch this movie, the rare times that I do, it's the special edition. Maybe I just have, cause like right away with that start, I'm not a fan of it. Maybe it <laughs> just sets me up already to be like, oh yeah, this movie, as opposed <laughs> to like being more excited about getting you know starting this movie and seeing yeah. if I like it this time.
3: The arms cross, you lean back in your chair, you're just as not I into do. it anymore. See, I'm, so yeah. it,
2: when it comes to alien movies, the only one I watch the alternate cut is Alien Three. That's the only one yeah. of these that I watch the alternate cut. I prefer the the theatrical of Aliens. Um, I like the. I don't like the director's cut or extended cut of the first one.
1: Um I go either way on that one. It's just more the, of like whatever whatever, my thumb slips on, I'll put that on. It does really yeah. make a difference to me.
2: But you know, this one, like oddly enough, I I when I first saw it in the theater, I was I was cool with it. Um and then over the and I thought, well it was better than Alien 3, I guess. And then over years I've come to really appreciate Alien 3. Uh, And this one has depreciated in value. And then this, when I watched it over the weekend, uh, prep for this, I found myself enjoying this a lot more than I had in years past. Like I usually don't go back to this one, pick this up uh, very much. And I was finding myself having a, a weird fondness for it. Just almost from just like a filmmaking perspective more than anything. Cause this is, they don't let. Tend to let people make genre films like with this much of their own personality and touch to it anymore. it, it feels sometimes the alien ones, though, it rivals kind of Mission Impossible with this. this th- yeah, on these it's this movies. guy's film, it's this guy. And even to the next one with Alien vs. Predators, very much a Paul W. S. Anderson movie.
3: Here comes the juice. <laughs> mm. The juice is loose on the uh, on the ship here. So am I. So am I crazy for liking Alien Three back in the day? Like when the alien, the xenomorph pulls the guy through the ceiling. Charles Charles S. Dutton sacrificing himself again. Yeah. I just I remember loving the vibe of it. It just felt grimy and kind of gross, and I really dug it. Yeah. I, I wasn't even aware of any of the backlash against it, but I guess I was probably twelve, so I wasn't too hip yeah. in the film industry.
2: It's a no, lot I of it. it's a lot of not inconsequential stuff. That's like, well, okay, that's fine, but what about the movie? Uh, There's a lot of like, it was like a lot of fan stunt nonsense of like, well, they killed Newton Hicks right away. Okay. Okay. Besides that, how did it go? You know, like it's, um, al- yeah. You
1: know, I mean, we've, we've talked, we did it. We did a, we did a, commentary, a yes. commentary track, but like, I, I know what you're saying, and I don't disagree. Like, I overall like that movie, but it's mm-hmm. certainly a significant downturn compared to, you know, two sci fi cl- classics. And I, I can see the reasons that extend beyond petty bullshit. My biggest problem is everybody looks like bald Jason Statham in that movie, and it's hard to tell these characters apart. And I have a problem. am <laughs> yeah. attaching myself to it um, in a film that's already so nihilistic. It's like I'm trying to find any sense of humanity in here, and it's really hard. Uh, it it just I feel like an odd disconnect from what's happening when I should want to have some sort of empathy for the situation, and instead mm-hmm. it's just like here's a lot of stuff being thrown at me, and occasionally it's well filmed. But I just I don't feel anything from it. Like that's my biggest issue with Alien 3, a movie that I do overall like, once again.
3: Now I want a Jason Statham remake with just him all as all the prisoners.
1: Uh, yeah. Clones. the yeah, Where's the let's get the, the deep fake technology and the face-off machine and we'll make that work? <laughs> we need corners.
3: <laughs> no, but I you know, I also love the research for this movie and just sort of watching the behind the scenes documentaries and then w- reading what like Jean Pierre had to say about Joss Whedon, hearing what Joss Whedon had to say about mm-hmm. it, and just reading all the quotes. and I found a really sassy one from from Jean Pierre. He's like, "I know Is Joss your... Whedon. Oh, What's go up? Ahead.
2: No, I was gonna, oh. these are very recent too. His quotes about it."
3: Yeah. And like, but he he goes, I know Joss Whedon had said some bad things about me. Uh, I don't care. I I know if Joss Whedon had made the film himself, it probably would have been a big success. He's very good at making films for American geeks, something for morons, because he's very good at making Marvel films. I hate this kind of movie. It's so silly, so stupid about the changes he made to Whedon script. Uh, he jokes, too bad, Joss Whedon. <laughs> so he's like super sassy in his well, later I- interviews, and it, it makes me happy.
2: I think like some of that get I, I, gets lost in translation. Yeah, too. as a joke. Like, well, that and like using the word "hate" is probably some word that means like not my cup of tea, but translation, hate. But like Jeanette, for I'll give for years, Whedon has trashed this movie and blamed Jeanette for like everything. Uh like a little whiner, like well, well, it's my movie, and they they just didn't do it. Like, okay, okay, but you were, a guy, you weren't. The director, they they hand it here, and Jeanette made his movie. He is a visionary. He is a strong personality filmmaker. They didn't bring him in to be like a hired hand. Obviously, they wanted some sort of touch to it, and this one hundred percent looks and feels like a Jeanette film.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I, I just had recently had to watch Children, City of Lost Children, this week on 4K, and I'm like watching Whoa. that and this back to back. They're they're you know sibling movies almost
1: it's the kind of thing where it's like yeah you can moan that the the filmmaker didn't capture whatever spirit you're going for in your script but at the same time it's like you did write this story i mean it's not because you're not a you're not a 100 free of free of things here (laughs) i i I don't don't know if you know the the idea of making this thing to begin with as Mm -hmm. far as like well i need another one of these so yeah. 200 years people have clones it's like that's it's a lot of shaky ground to build off of already uh and I a mean, bit if you're if you're sweet and a person that's known for good writing and you're saying it's the you know everybody else's problem maybe you just didn't get the best script out there to begin with I mean there's a lot of problems but from all over the place is what I'm saying not just one person like it, you know I I can, you can say this resembles a Jeanette film because for one thing it is one but it also looks like one mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. you yeah could you could you say this feels like a Joss Whedon written film? Yes, uh, certain lines for sure. Yeah, it, certain it's lines back to for our sure, pilot yeah.
2: for Firefly. Um,
1: <laughs> whoa, we haven't talked about this cast at all yet, but it's certainly for one thing we have Dominic P- Pignol, uh, who is you know a mainstay in Jeanette's films, but. Just a chock, like a, a whole list of character actors, along mm-hmm. with obviously oh, yeah. uh Weaver oh, like and Wincott. Wincott. Yeah, Wincott's Wincott, awesome, you got yeah. Brad Dourif, Leland Dorser, Raymond Cruz. Dan, we had Dan Hidea earlier, mm-hmm. uh, trying to hide all the hair on his body. Uh, J.E. Freeman's in this movie. Like, there's just so they're many. They're very much like,
2: going for the Aliens cast roll call. That's what they're doing. Like, big, big personality wisecracking characters all over the place. Is what they're
3: I, I got to say is, uh, you know, so I'm 40 years old, but whenever I see Michael Wincott, it always makes me happy because I just think back to Robin Hood, the crow, mm-hmm. like his 90s run. And then he was just in uh, nope, nope, which yep, made me so. so when he popped up on screen, uh, like Oz Perkins pops up too. it. Just I was like, I love this movie. I don't, I don't care what else happens. They could just read Infinite jess for the rest of it. And uh, uh, I would be
1: happy. <laughs> He's rocking his no nope haircut in this movie, by the way. He's going yeah. for the crew for the crew cut. Yeah, just, I love his gra- gravelly voice and just, I, I got the, he,
3: he fits so well in this world too. He's like, he adds grunge to the grunge and it makes well, me happy. Yeah,
2: you almost like want the side spin off movie of like his adventures, like you get from him, but, and the well, way, yeah, he, the whole, way he deals the whole with Ron the day, Perlman crew. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: And also the lighting, too. I was reading about mm-hmm. this, like Darius Kanji. I mean, the, that dude shot Lost City of Z and The Immigrant. Like, he's a beast. I know it's years later.
4: Yeah. But like, I just
1: ki- watched, uh, I just watched Anirita's film Bardo, which is shot by Kandy, which just looks at me like, yeah, he's a fant- I mean, among other movies, did a number of what Woody Allen's movies at this oh, point. Man. He's uh, like, he's, he's, well, uh, he's yeah. <laughs> worked with a lot of people.
2: <laughs> also, in this movie, uh, the space, uh, great. It's 200 years in the future, so it can be, but like the space and tech feels different than the three aliens that came before it like there's a there's a grime to like i i uh let's I, I felt like um jeanette's kind of like a king of like grunge fantasy sci-fi type movies uh in the 90s like there's a whole lot like dark city type movies, oh, stuff yeah. like that you know like there's this there's this kind of grunge um
1: kanji shot seven that's right but speaking of grime
4: oh, okay. movies oh, yeah. man. 90s, he shot seven <laughs> but, So but
2: this very much hits the grunge look and stuff and it's it, it, it plays like differently uh, than like you would because alien to aliens. Yeah, you know, like it feels like the same tech and all that stuff. Uh, Pretty much there's some added elements to it or one upping. This feels like they started coming up with stuff on their own, not going from a lot of that. And luckily, some of Jeanette's like filmmaking and his his uh, mind uh, for like space and fantasy kind of molds with the alien stuff a bit naturally, but a lot of this just kind of feels new.
1: Hanji has worked with a uh, Fincher, Allen, Jeanette, Van Sant, Polanski, Ron Y Haneke, Boyle, Frears, Bong Joon-ho, Refin, PTA, WA, Wes Anderson, Jonathan Glazer, Pablo Oren, The Safdies, and Eritu. He has one Oscar nomination. What do you think that was for? Oh, um, I
3: don't,
1: I don't want to cheat uh i'll tell you it's a it's a it's alan parker's avita oh Jeez wow okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Man, I'm, not, I'm not crying for him because he stayed busy but yeah uh, you know <laughs> deserves a little more love yeah. <laughs> but like i was also listening to he and nigel phillips the production designer on this that dude worked on batman he was the like
1: the batman and uh judge um, Dredd also like, yeah just, like, like A master of crazy looking Gothic cities and weird sci-fi shit.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. And they like teamed up and they kind of changed how I look at the lighting too, because they went around the set and just built the lighting into the set. So they didn't have to hang a lot of stuff from the, like this, the, the soundstage like ceilings, the rafters, Mm -hmm. like when they walked through it, they just flicked it on. So like, I, I dig like a lot of neat work went into this movie stylistically and the way it looks. So after learning all that and then watching it with new eyes, like, I didn't know any of this when I was fifteen, so just watching it now, I really dig the vibe. There's a lot of ring lights, though. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of bought like it's like where where that ring light come from in their pupils. But other than that, like it's it's just a good looking flick.
2: Yeah, that's what I was I was talking to Aaron before briefly, like about like I'm like,
3: man, it's this this
2: look of this thing. Like I'm really I I don't know if I was enlightened or something, or just like do movies just suck now a lot of the times at this level where I'm like this just. Purely visually, this movie is so interesting to look at or and it's got because that's just, what the
1: effort gets to go into. Right. You get to put yeah. it into like we're, we're we have actors and we have practical effects to build because we don't have copious amounts of CG to just right. layer over. Right. Not again, as we always like to emphasize, not that it's just press a button and it's easy to do CG, but there is a certain sheen that's created from one thing versus the other thing and having practical effects in the 90s like this, especially in a franchise, you know, a, a a marquee franchise like Alien, but, mm-hmm. you know, similar to like the Bonds or the Batman movies of of this time, you're. You know, you're given the money to do the thing that you want to do. You're given right. the money to make it look mm-hmm. a very specific way. It's like, yeah, we're not just making a sci-fi movie. We're making an alien movie. So let's give them money to make an alien movie. And who's doing it? Jeanette, who's a guy that's very obsessed with production design and lots of very specific kinds of details. And so it is going to have a very specific feel to it as opposed to just being another one. of the, even, even now, like I saw Jeanette's r- r- most recent film, that's title is escaping me at this moment, but it debuted on Netflix um, a few months back, uh, Big Bug. Um mm-hmm. and um, it has more CG by default in it, but it still feels like a Jeanette film because, yeah, he's an auteur. He's a guy yeah. that has a very specific idea of how he wants his films to look, and he knows how to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Today, you know, here or there, we get some things that come through when it comes to, like, major blockbusters, depending on just the filmmakers involved. Like, you get your Sam Raimi and a Doctor Strange, and they had a surprising amount of Raimi in there, which was nice, oh, but yeah. for the yeah. most part, they're just not driven in the same way by those filmmakers, so you just get less of it. Yeah. I will say if I could, if I was a special effects guy
3: and I could go back in time to work on one movie, I would go back on this and do all the smoke work. Like I'd be yeah. the smoke, I'd be the smoke guy for Alien Resurrection. And then I would just retire because there's a lot of smoke in this too. There I would is. have tubes of deaths everywhere. It's pretty smoky.
1: All, all the alien moves are pretty smoky. I feel like that's underrated. They
2: always have anything. something like we, shooting smoke in a corridor. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah it's very necessary for alien movies to pre- to preserve the mystique of the xenomorph as it's around or whatever but that because you know we always want to talk about the slime right slime is a big yep. deal in all these mm-hmm. movies but smoke huge aspect of alien
2: <laughs> so this is yeah. something that like, is crazy like so like what call and uh, you know Michael Wincott and their, their group is like they nabbed some people and cryogenically frozen and like dropped them off to be like inseminated by aliens like that's <laughs> just that's crazy yeah
1: it's a lot a to lot <laughs> deal with.
4: Of... There's
2: the basketball enough... scene.
3: Oh, it's... I remember so... watching this in 97 and mm-hmm. this movie, I don't know. It, it, I loved aliens. I liked alien three, just the the camera moving of this and just the way this moved in the basketball. I mean, basketball is everywhere in the nineties though. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much every movie, yeah. but, but I, I was like, what what's kind of happening here? This is, this is not, a, this is an odd Ripley for me. I, I remember feeling this sort of, uh, expectations, I guess, were sort of blown out the window and it didn't ruin the experience for me. But I just remember feeling this like this, this basketball scene is just stuck in my mind for 25 years. I don't know why I haven't been able to shake it. It's just
1: uh, she's got know. a
2: she's her, her DNA is meshed with the xenomorph, so she can't be. Ripley, Ripley, is so.
1: huge huge base basketball fans. That's the mm-hmm. that's the thing they they never get to because the xenomorphs are always like, ah, oh, we're hungry, we got to make our eggs, yep. But they never get to do like some recreational activities like play basketball. No-
2: notably, have Dennis Rodman like skills. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what I take with the the way she performs it here because Sigourney Weaver is not like you know. She's not going to mail it in. Uh, She's obviously thought about. Yeah, they they backed up
1: enough brink trucks to her doorstep. So I guess I got to try a little bit. (laughs) Right, (laughs) and she said that too, right? They they
3: backed up enough. She said they backed up a truck.
1: But it's also like you know, if you're playing this character for the fourth time and you have to do it in a way that's Mm -hmm. you know has some kind of new arc after completing her arc in the third movie that Mm -hmm. she felt. You're going to, you know, you bring something new to it. It's like, okay, she's a clone. She has special powers, which is, I guess, insane basketball skills and super strength. Mm -hmm. Just those two things. Uh, So it works out.
2: Chucky will bring you back to life. Here we go. Here's the shot.
1: Oh, Chucky. (laughs) So the big thing about that shot, right, is like she practiced for days and days and days to do it. And the myth was that she did it on the first take. Mm-hmm. In reality, it just took like a lot of shots. And they're like, one more time, we'll do the we'll try this and I'll just replace with CG. And she got it. She got it on that one time. Oh, so She still made the shot. And then the mm-hmm. camera has a thing where, like, it's not high enough to see her. Actually, Like, you can't really see the shot. Be Like, you can it, it could be you one could presume it's faked because it's not entirely in frame. But mm-hmm. they still edited it. Enough, so it's like, eh, it looks fine.
2: <laughs> oh, the foot rub scene. Yeah.
3: Of course, of course, Wincott rubs feet. Yeah, it's a it's a very Wincott move.
1: <laughs> uh, that's most of his arc in The Crow, him and Baling.
3: Yeah, just rubbing feet mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> with longer hair, and that's a lot of uh, him and. Who's um, that uh, transition from a and, foot and, to the boot in oh, uh, Prince of Thieves? It's him and Alan Rickman. Uh, he's constantly like, "Sire, can I rub your feet?" And he's like, "Ah, I'm a little busy. I'll rip your heart out with a shoe."
4: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, as far as these casts goes I like to tend to, you know, I tend to like to read who else was a consider for a lot of these roles. Um, Angelina Jolie turned down the role that Winona Ryder would play. Um,
2: yeah,
1: that's it. They'd which which to, girl interrupted do you want? They they'd both roll the star and girl interrupted together. Um, I would have taken Brittany Murphy.
2: I heard you did Alien. Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm probably going to be in the fifth one. Oh, wow.
4: Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, the character J. E. Freeman plays Doctor Ren. He was written for Bill Murray um, in an attempt to be like, "Hey, we can get Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray back together again." Uh, didn't happen, obviously, but be curious to have Bill Murray pop up in an alien movie for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? The last one, um, the the first mate guy, like a vending
3: machine off, of xenomorphs. Sorry, the
1: guy, the guy off the Dreads, um, Gary Durden, Uh mm-hmm. He was written for Chow Yun Fat. Uh, really, uh, Chow Yun Fat me in his role, and um, Chow Yun Fat's agent turned it down. <laughs>
4: so, well, that I, makes uh,
1: sense, right around
3: '97, because yeah, you know Jackie Chan's like, coming
1: out, and yeah, uh,
3: I hung
2: out with Gary Oldham one time.
1: Oh yeah, on what? Yeah. The nice of guy.
2: No, 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 no. Uh, it was just my friend bounced a nightclub or whatever, and I was out hanging with him after he got off work or whatever, and he was juice. He was there, hang out with us, sat at a table with him. We told. Told jokes together for a bit, but after every joke I told, he's like, I can't tell that to my daughter. <laughs> like, all right. I don't know why <laughs> but that was his reaction, like every joke.
3: But... <laughs> two men walk into a bar, the third one. And comes.
2: then and then like a year or two later, <laughs> he didn't get like some domestic like battery charges against him or something, too. I was like, Oh wow.
3: He messed up that CSI money.
4: Yeah. A smooch interest.
1: Yes, there's a domestic violence charge as well as a bit of a uh,
3: possession of
1: drugs and heroin ecstasy. Yeah, oh, man,
2: he was nice when I met him,
4: though. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's goo and slime right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mix of both. Oh. It is fun to think Xenomorph has so many different like elements to it, where it's yeah. like, and they're all like various forms of like liquid, you know, like a gel. But it, which must get confused, it's like, okay, so it's slimy, it has goo, also, it bleeds acid. Like, geez, get, get it together, creature, <laughs> figure it out, figure, they, figure out your thing here. Mm-hmm. And they grow It'll so big, so
3: fast. I know so many people have talked about that. I mean, they're the perfect weapon, but I just love how fast yeah, these he, little he things are. Ian Holmes,
1: all convinced, like, this thing's perfect. I'm like, pick a lane, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a beautiful specimen.
3: Like, if it was that perfect it wouldn't juice everywhere because then you're like where's the where's that xenomorph at? just follow the juice well i, so the,
2: I the idea is like what they they could be weaponized can, so what do you do you go to a place where your enemies at you drop off the xenomorphs the xenomorphs kill your enemies and then you do fuck what you can't go there the xenomorphs <laughs> have taken over
3: it's such do a you petty thing you want to fight them <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate Planet Xandora. I'm just going to drop some Xenomorphs yeah. out there. Well, and then
2: what do you do then? Like, oh, well, we'll get rid of them. We'll nuke
1: them. Well, why don't you just nuke it to start? <laughs> like, so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to ask, what's, what's Winona, Ryder? so first off, Winona Ryder, on the, on the poster, like, yeah. on the poster, credit. It was Dylan, a big deal. Bro- like, she yeah, was good, doing a genre movie. For, good for her agents. Good for her agents getting her out on the poster next to Sigourney Weaver, for one thing. You don't get that. Um. So, we know she's eventually, she's a robot. We don't know this right now. Nope. Do we suspect this? Did anyone, like, did any of you guys think, like, oh, I wonder if she's the robot? Like, we assume there's going to be one.
2: Well, no, right? no, this like, I mean, not really, because she's got, it. I, it's supposed to be like a shock when she gets shot, and you Oh, well, for she's sure, dead. yeah. I'm, so,
1: I'm not saying her specifically, but we we know there's going to, we where we, I don't even know if we're thinking about it, but, like, mm-hmm. Alien movie, so there's a robot yeah. somewhere in here, right?
2: Right, well, Alien 3 just had, like, bishop beat up so the first two had a robot and then the third one obviously the first one's a surprise the
1: the second one's like we're showing you we're telling you up front that he's a robot The third one's like yeah we got the remains of the third of the second one
2: and then Mm -hmm. the guy who shows up later probably is a robot too but
1: well we only have to assume he is just based on the fact that sequels exist (laughs) or like alien versus predator exists so we have to like make assumptions
2: well, I mean, it tears his face off, and he's still
1: talking. So, well, not. he gets a big off, wound but. on his face, well, his I ears mean, hanging not. off. <laughs> yeah, he's wounded. It doesn't mean mm. he's a robot. <laughs> I mean, sense. he swears to her that he's a real person.
3: <laughs> I guess just learning she was created in a lab. I assume she was the android. So then, I didn't think that Winona Ryder would be anything. Mm. I was kind of confused of her in this movie too. Like this was this was different casting. For sure, but people kind of bag on her performance. I don't think she's
1: that bad. No, no. I don't think she's bad. It's just no. like it's an off, it's an offbeat performance in an offbeat movie. But right. well, yeah. that's my, but that's my issue with the movie. I feel like it's <laughs> it's wearing a lot of offbeat hats in a way that's you know that's fun and burden land. in Burton yeah. land. In this in this world, it's like. Okay, like I get that you you want to be an alien movie. You want to be a dark comedy. You want to be this like ensemble cast thing. You need to have Weaver doing her thing. You have an assortment of character actors all doing their kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. again, it's just it's a lot of things melding together.
3: That's a great point. Jean-Pierre was talking about this, though, and he said that he knew that he was kind of being a gun for hire. He's like, I wanted to work for the studios. I wanted to make them happy. Like, I didn't want to just turn it into a complete like I know he brought in a lot of his crew. But like he made it kind of his own, but then he didn't, and he kind of left it to, for the studio to be happy, and then had Joss's script in there. So I, I do think, like you're saying, it just never totally blends because they didn't go full. I mean, they couldn't go full. You know, like uh, Jean Pierre, like they they couldn't do that. But
4: I think
2: like, Jean Pierre picked up the script and made it his own, where it could be, or to cut corn, or when you sure. know when you get to production, you can't film that script exactly. So I, mm-hmm. I figure. When changes needed to be made, they were Jean-Pierre's. and He's leaning
1: uh, on his sensibilities, which, why wouldn't you? You're the director.
2: (laughs) And I I do actually, I do remember in the lead up to this, like, call that uh, Winona Ryder character was, like, in the synopsis said something about has a secret. I think there was something like that. And Oh, no. Secret was. Well,
1: I would assume because, I mean... Based on the fact that it's Winona Ryder, she's on the is like, and she hasn't done like, a, a lot in this movie beyond just kind of be around. It's like clearly something's going to happen involving her. Either she's going to be a clone of Newt or you know, something wild. Like, we'll I see mean, what happens
2: in the two sequels before this. There was nobody of Winona Ryder's stature cast in them at all. Like, there, I mean, Michael Bean wasn't a Big star. You're not um, wrong. No, the
1: the aliens um, cast is pretty like. There's a lot of like character actors and people yeah. that are newish. But yeah, there's no a- one that's alien no one's risen up. Tom. Skerritt alien is scary. Scarrett, Scarret's the star. And and Gothekoto. And, yeah, it's got and John Hurt. Yeah, John like, Hurt. You're, yeah, you're you're, you're walking. That's I mean, we certainly we talked about this with Alien. You're walking an Alien. If you see it for the first time you're not necessarily thinking Sigourney Weaver is going to be the word, the last person alive here. You're thinking newcomer Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like you take it out. Hey, Tom Skerritt's going to have to deal with this <laughs> that he dies like relatively early. So.
2: Well, and it could be, uh, what's uh, the girl from the birds? Um, she's more known than Sigourney Weaver at that time. Cartwright. Like, Cartwright. Yeah. Cartwright's there. Um, yeah. It's like no, like well-known character actors and stars in alien. And then aliens is like James Cameron players. Um, and you know that's really oh. what you got
3: man through the legs and up to the guns yep some good shots and I do like near dark too because that's like Cameron's players in Bigelow's movie Totally right. random, <laughs> but you're talking about, Cam- like yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about Cameron's players that, I love that cast. does
1: he, he, does he, did he produce near dark is he always uh, that a
3: oh. production? I know he helped get those actors in it
1: but I don't know if he produced sure, it Sure, they're together at that point I would assume yeah, I can. I'll look it up. Is Blue Steel a camera reduction? Strange days is for sure. We know that. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. It's not a James. Cameron oh, producer near, near dark.
3: Is that a canteen gun? <laughs> yes, it looks like a canteen gun. Hubie from Hubie Halloween would be so happy.
1: Uh. <laughs> I love that canteen. I don't care. Looks great. Not blue steel either. So it's point break is I guess the first mm-hmm. one that he produces. Oh, they marry in eighty nine. Okay, so that's yeah. So they like they meet during blue steel. I guess. <laughs> Man, I love
3: the the cam. Like I remember they're saying there's something like 80, 90 setups in in uh you know the other or in the other alien films like mm-hmm. they, they linger with the camera, but this one it, it's quite. I mean, it knows when to hold the camera, but it's definitely quite kinetic with the movement. Yeah. Just the handheld going around the different characters. Well, that's very that's much that's Jeanette, Jeanette, right? Jeanette. I mean, Yeah, yeah. Jeanette. yeah. But I guess so if you did like an Alien 1, 2, 3 rewatch and then you sat down to watch this one, you would just kind of be like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's way different. Oh, so much so juice. That, so that's the last time I did. Yeah, that's a lot of juice. Uh, Yeah, look at that. That's the that's the last time I watched it. The last the last time I watched this was I was doing a marathon of these like one a night with a friend of mine, and we watched. Yeah, we watched each you know each one every night, and it's like, yeah, I just can't do this one. Just doesn't do much. (laughs) Like it just it seems such a not just that it's different, but it just feels like odd to me. Like
2: it's a very it's an anthology piece. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. connect with the previous three. There's no drive. I mean, like not that the other. Three were like, "Oh, this is the progression of the story." They're just like, "Oh, popping off." But it to feels see what's like up they with.
1: feel more of a piece of each other,
2: right? And this one is its own, like it's, it's not, it's better than fan fiction, but like, it's sort of flirting with that realm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But I don't know. It's I, I like the the bravery is the wrong word <laughs> but the desire to keep what happened going and say okay how do we write ourselves out of this Sigourney Weaver or Ripley killed herself but we want Ripley in this next movie like she's clearly ashes even if the ashes even survive death. <laughs> like well, how do we and I, I love being in the, the hole that was written and trying to get out of it I love that better than okay let's just ignore that one and you know, I I like that.
1: So that's why, like, I I try to like I try to rectify that thought when I'm watching Alien Covenant because that's like on the one hand, it's a sequel to Prometheus, which you know I want, like, I yeah. want to see more of that story. But it also tries to like retrofit itself as a new Alien movie, which is just less interesting to well, me. But that I, Alien movie yeah. feels like its own kind of thing because it'd be like, yeah, this is another adventure of a xenomorph. Which I, in theory that's fine, but. Doing both look at all the hair. Look at all oh, the hair on Hidea Look at those shoulders. Oh my I, god, James Connolly blushing. Uh, <laughs> I
2: I also think I think Covenant is also the the sequel to the movie we didn't get that came after Prometheus as well, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the other issue. They cut whatever that original script was, they cut it way down to like get rid of like the stuff that I wanted to see more of. It right, be, yep. Oh Lord Jesus.
3: Fastbender's yeah, so, so good, though, in that movie. Yeah. He carries yeah, it. Yeah, he's great. Some of the new creature design, too, uh, makes me yeah. so happy.
1: So well, many people were frozen. Uh, this is uh, straight uh, out from uh, Time Cop. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it is. Yeah, well, you're right. Well, it's interesting, the, that's the like alien movies in general have great casts. Uh, I think that's a, the, outside of like the like Requiem, like the alien movies have really great casts all the way. Don't disreco Ellsworth. <laughs> a treasure. I know our, our 24. Uh, you know fandom will live on but yeah. I mean it's it's not the big and it has Dr. Face hands in them in that yes. one as well. But uh, um i, I, I like,
2: you know I'll say like Ridley Scott came to these alien movies and like even with the first one if you watch like his interviews and talking like he's fascinated with Ian Holm his Ash character. Like he likes talking about that. He says some of his favorite stuff in the movie comes from that. And then he does like Blade Runner and this guy like loves
1: like r- androids. He's, yeah, he he's pure robot. Like he loves like, robots. He's like, making alien story.
2: movies because he's interested in androids. Like that's I think it's the funniest thing. That's what oh, makes wow. his film so interesting.
3: I never thought about that.
2: Yeah. He's he's exp- and then he goes and does the uh uh Raised by wolves on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's and clear where his mind. he's like heavily involved with forty six twelve twelve blade runner twenty forty it's like he- his mind is so clearly focused on like the android of it all and forward mm-hmm. thinking of for the future when it comes to sci fi, which is again, I feel like you can feel that in Covenant because the alien stuff seems pretty, I don't want to say half ass, it's really Scott, he's doing the work, but it feels yeah. less, less involving when it, by the time we get to Alien, it just feels like rips mm-hmm. on things he's already done before. He's like, yeah, all right, let me toss a xenomorph in an action scene and whatever.
2: Well, that too, a reactionary movie, um, in sure. a ways, yeah
1: it's like it appeased the studio while still doing my own thing. Like, as much as that is reactionary, as much as it has, like, you know, trailer shots of a xenomorph yeah, on a in space the shower. It's, right. It's still a like a it, it, like I said this at the time. It's like, oh, you think Alien Three is nihilistic? Watch this fucking movie. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like everything's dire, everything's everyone's going to die. Every no right. there's nothing to believe in. Michael Fassbender wipes out an entire race of people because yep. why not? He's fucking Alexander the Great. He can do whatever he wants to. Like it's <laughs> it's so dark and so mean spirited. It's yeah. like that's not a conventional studio movie by any means. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Billy Crudup gets crazy brought up in that too he's like hey go look hey. at that thing yeah. for for daring oh, to thing? believe
1: in God like yeah. and he's yep. punished for this like it's, it's so it's such a nasty mean movie I I think it's crazy it, you know thinking about two with
2: this how that goes and how these aliens are weird series because you can go all right I like the first movie we'll go to aliens alien three can or cannot go to resurrection that's fine but then you also you could just go I like alien Oh, Ridley Scott did more. Let's go back to it, Prometheus and then Covenant, like and then you have a thematical thing that kind of sits together. Mm-hmm. But then again, you don't even have to see Alien to enjoy Prometheus.
3: Mm-hmm. Like you
2: really don't. You
3: know what's cool about Prometheus is after watching it, my wife and I just went to a like a bar and we sat there for an hour and a half going like Did they create human? Are they mad about Jesus Christ? Like, who is that guy who does (laughs) like, we got like really in the weeds. And part of that was like, you know, some some of the drinks, but like, I can't think of the last time we sat there for an hour and a half, just talking about the movie. Like normally you just go, yeah, it was cool. Let's go. uh, Let's go eat. But this one, we sat there and just sort of talked about the themes of it and why Charlie Stern didn't run sideways. But it's still um That ship was gigantic. Even yeah, if she
2: ran sideways, she, she would have been it. smashed. Yeah. She like like people I, act like the, it was like listen, a stick that was falling and just like, Oh, I, uh, I missed it.
3: When I burn my finger, I'm like, Oh my gosh, and I like run around my kitchen. Like if something like that was chasing me, I wouldn't be thinking logically. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. I, like I would, I would just
2: <laughs> if I was in the horror movie, yeah. I'd be so smart. No, you I
3: wouldn't. I would How do you? I would I would do a spin kick on Jason, man. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, day. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna get so much
3: hair in its teeth oh man so much juice that'd be funny if that comes into play later the, the mouth comes out and there's just a bunch of hair, a of hair on it <laughs> oh brains
2: oh i love this yep
3: oh that's wonderful yeah
2: this is straight up stuff More you don't smoke. get from the other this is clearly new territory for alien that's i
3: love right. the hallway shots 97 yeah. was a good year for hallway shots event horizon cube yeah. like, cube, cube, was cube, like really, cube
1: was like the ultimate hallway movie
3: <laughs> yeah like really good hallway work in 97 like i gotta give it up to like i think i even
1: think like uh Bulky Nights Troopers. has a number of hallway shots i mean there's, you know, there's a lot of hallways
2: yeah was this around the time did we get the alien game on playstation at this point which was all these corridors you just walk around and that's oh, like well, To be
1: fair, that's like most Alien games is all right, Hallways yeah. and Corridors. It might as well be called Alien, Cole, and Hallways and Corridors. Right. <laughs> oh, I want that game. I'm obsessed yes, with Hallways. Yes, there was a Resurrection game, and yes, it was very much a lot of Hallways
2: but There was and another one, too. There was like an Alien Legacy game or something on PlayStation.
1: That... Yeah, that sounds familiar, yeah.
3: Do you think Kubrick liked this movie?
1: He likes Hallways. <laughs> he... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stupid. I just I like the idea because this is '97, right? So like he's in London with Tom and Nicole filming eyes on each other. Like guys, a new alien movie came out. You want to go see it? Yeah, sure, sure, stand. And they all go and see Alien Resurrection together. <laughs> oh, it was it was Alien Trilogy. That's what it was called. That's the game. Yeah, yeah. Because they made because it's I think it's from the same thing they made the Die Hard Trilogy game that also came out. So I think they made like an Alien Trilogy game.
3: Oh, a jumpstair with smoke. Oh, that's so good.
2: Here's your Janet Lee scene. It's just Oh my you going to see the new Michael Wincott movie? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a conversation I had with my mom before we went to it. Yeah. I also, wonder if they
1: I mean I see I assume at the time he's prominent enough where they like this guy could be like one of the main people. We well, had like the crow. Yeah. That was He's just been around, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he, has, yeah. he, has, yeah. he has, he has, he has enough movies at this point where he's a rec- like, especially he's with his that voice, guy he's a recognizable and, yeah, guy. He's and that among, guy at this
2: point.
4: Yeah.
1: And aside from Weaver and Ryder, it's like the rest of that everybody, you know, it's Ron Perlman, Wincott, Hadea, Brad Dourif. Like, it's, it's not like any of them stand out as being the one that's definitely going to survive along yeah. with the main leads.
2: I mean, yeah, at this point, <laughs> like, oh, slimy. Perlman's building up an interesting resume with like international directors and stuff at this point. To where when this come, this came out, this is probably the first notable thing since Beauty and the Beast on television for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, in America for sure. It Rob Perlman, it like. How great is this guy, smartest like, dude? Smartest, like, he, yeah, you know, he, he's with like Del Toro right away, and he's like learning mm-hmm. Spanish so he can be in um, being Kronos. He he learns French so he can be with Jeanette and City yep. of Lost Children, like, he's doing like these just wild moves, is what and while being like a character actor in various things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's still like a while until he because, like. I guess, like, I mean, there's just movies, but then, you know, Hellboy, obviously, is where you know, mm, he's just so, working with good directors, I'll lead. But yeah, he's just constantly like on, you know, in the top 10 on the call sheet for like you know, a lot of movies coming up to this. But that's such a perfect idea. Like as an
3: actor, yeah, I'll learn French. Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go learn Spanish. I'll, yeah, it's cool to I'll, think about that kind of effort. That I'll become a boss. Into- I'll become well, a pro boxer and then a pro bike. I'll, I'll do a Fontaine, pre-Fontaine movie so I can run. Okay. Like, I just, I would get in the best shape and speak 10 languages and then just well, get paid for it.
2: And people, especially in the 90s, I mean, with, I mean, United States, people aren't realizing, like, uh, international appeal is big um, and would become, yeah. it would just continue to get bigger. Like, um sure, he's not butts and seats there, but he's a, star from te- notable star from television. I'm sure that Beauty uh, and the Beast show sold internationally.
1: Oh, for sure. Um,
2: And, you know, one of the, my favorite notes of things, one of the biggest international stars globally of all time is Franco Nero. But in America, mm-hmm. you know, but he was like the biggest star on the planet for anywhere but America through like 70s and 80s. And then, you know, he gets notable here for, oh, the bad guy in Die Hard with a Vengeance. but that guy was like a sensation die harder die harder die hard to die harder yes uh rennie knew what was up with him
1: (laughs) he just wanted to get Django in a movie
2: but he was he was in that movie you know like a lot of that was like international ticket sales for that too
3: and this movie made a lot more worldwide as well than um than,
1: than domestically, States, but it's yeah. Yeah. but it is notably the lowest grossing of the Alien series. This one did much less than even Alien Three. Well,
2: you're you're on a downturn. I mean, you have a a not as liked predecessor. This one wasn't marketed as big either. This kind of like the trailers are kind of like, yeah, here's another Alien. They're not yeah, very good. They're, they're not compared very to, good
1: trailers. Compared to Alien 3, which was a Memorial Day release, this is coming out, you know, Thanksgiving next to Robin Williams vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I guess we're doing something.
2: I mean, it's like it, I mean, the difference between the Supernova trailer and this are very slim. Oh, really? I mean, just the kind of trailer where it's oh, like, God. "Yeah, here's a fucking sci-fi movie."
1: <laughs> that has to come down to well, like kids I, I it's assume. a cool <laughs> slide in there. I assume that's like test screenings and stuff, where they're like, "Yeah, this movie's not very good. It's not. It's going to get reamed. Why should we spend too much on the marketing for this?" Well they,
2: well, they put it on Thanksgiving weekend, though. That's a significant place to stick it. Were they hoping for a big opening? Weekend.
1: Weekend. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's <laughs> just, are they, are they hoping weekend?
3: for a big opening weekend? I think. I, I th- mean,
1: you got it. I, like, if you're, I would, you have movie. to by default because yes, it's an alien movie, so it makes sense to put it at a notable release date. But I would say it's just, it's the same as it's just counter programming, right? I mean, it's it's coming for flubber in the. For Flubber and you know every and it's 97 there's a lot of like Starship Troopers open open the month right I mean there's a lot of things that are coming out at that time yeah let me look at the list here
3: this was out of the theaters in four weeks yeah it, wasn't this there one, long at all. This it was this one. this one's a quick just kill dro- like the, the people the, the word of mouth behind this
1: thing must have just been Look, it's a for the fans movie like not yeah, likes to say it's a movie that's for the fans at this point I was in no the idea. open it was nobody else applies
2: second weekend of Anastasia flubber the Anastasia
1: the like, rainmaker yeah, jackal have, the man who Knew too little of course bean was uh, on
2: its ascension.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
2: there's a oh, the little mermaid was in theater again.
1: Little mermaid's back in theaters. I saw Mortal Kombat Annihilation in theaters. That sucker dropped
2: from first to sixth. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Um,
3: yeah, yeah, there we go. There's some good monster movies though in '97 though. Anaconda, Relic, Starship Troopers, Mimic, Men in Black, Lost World. Like it was a good year for people who like mon- juicy monsters. <laughs> yeah. juicy monsters specifically. <laughs> John Void getting spit out by that Anaconda, super juicy.
1: Perform- this, is a wi- this is a wild Thanksgiving. Midnight of- Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, Mortal Kombat, the Rainmaker, <laughs> Alien Flubber. Like it's a, like a, a wild combination of movies to be like, everybody, everybody in the family's got something to see. What do you see in this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> maybe Not the really. Rainmaker, maybe <laughs> Flubber. One of those.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I it, it's kind of odd. So this movie like opened to 16 million, and then four weeks later at 47. Nowadays that would be pretty awesome, right? Like you, you sink yeah. like a rock after, <laughs> like the sixteen you, you would. But then you know that this got there, like that people would kill for that now.
3: And Flubber had basketball too. Just want to put yes, that out there.
1: Very much, very much did.
3: Yeah, forty-seven million.
1: <laughs> uh, that, by the way, we we talked over the sea. But for one thing, Dominic Pena's character, great wheelchair.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, that oh works. yeah. Yeah. If huge Hugh Jack want to make a joke about what they call you wheels this would be the one to do it for mm-hmm. uh but um also that whole like one little drips of alien xenomorph blood's getting on him that's my nightmare in this series oh like, yeah okay alien kills me i'm dead instantly whatever but like drips of acid blood getting on me no thank you like I, I mean, how do you even clean that up like what do, you, what do you do in that situation well you know it's funny he gets the drip on his
2: ear and i was watching it my son oh. he, my son was like why did his ear fall off that stuff yeah it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just a little light burn on him or something,
3: but... Um, it, it mixes differently with the steel than it does human skin. Right? Uh, yada yada.
2: Yeah. You know, you know what movie this kind of, like, feels like it, it could hang out in the same universe with is Jason X. Yeah,
4: yeah I was oh, thinking easy. that too. Yes, yeah.
2: You sure. know, they this feel... Yeah. Cool. Jason X is like, well, can you make Alien Resurrection but with, like, $5 million instead of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> see that's the thing though that, that movie to me is more successful at doing what this is trying to do it's funnier oh yeah. This, movie's, yeah this movie's trying to be funny uh i i think it's accomplishing the goals as far as it has a certain kind of atmosphere and tone to it that feels consistent and yeah. entertaining throughout where my you know issues i have with this movie aside by my, my biggest problem is i'm just I get kind of bored in the middle. Like, it's yeah, just not as, yeah. It's not very moment to moment exciting. Like the other alien films are to me.
2: Right. Well, and you're crowded with characters that aren't dying off. And yeah. quickly enough. Um, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the thing
2: is like here too, like you go into comedy, but like the three movies leading up to this have not built you to go, oh, aliens funny. Um, <laughs> Because the last one was really dour, and then it's aliens the most dour. <laughs> like, yeah. Aliens isn't so much funny as it just has these like poppy characters. Yeah, um, there's a sense
1: of there's a fun to it just because yeah. James Cameron does that.
2: This but, one, this one's like telling jokes that you weren't you weren't expecting for it to be telling. It's it's got its own vibe. Like that's it's really <laughs> the only thing to say. Like it, this one real like I hate to say sticks out like a sore thumb. It's not like sore, but it, it really just there's the other there's the three over here and this one's like yeah <laughs> on. like i would say alien versus hey. predator almost feels more in tune with the first three than this one i would one. say i would argue it does <laughs> like it's yeah. it's weird and it, but i really on its own i'm like this thing has like style uh, and it looks good it's filmed well like i i just i don't know i really enjoy the personality it tends it wants to have is doing but yeah you're no you're right Aaron. it does sag here i can't they're just walking
3: around hallways now yeah there's really there's no timing there's no clock it needs to get to the
2: underwater part which is something new and nifty for an alien movie um but it's just you know waiting like fat that can be
1: trimmed i very much i could like as far as you liking this movie I certainly like I see what you mean as far as I can admire what it's doing and the fact that it exists in this form, given that you have a director that's making very clear ch- choices. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it's, there's, it's easy for me to admire something like that. There's plenty of movies from filmmakers I like that just yeah. don't work. But well, still what I'm saying, I'm
2: appreciating it is. a lot more than I was giving it credit for in the past. Um, right. Yep. I did like I like I said like I liked it this time around because I I was like oh this one's like kind of the pits and I was like you know what it's weird it's like yeah
3: and and the camera worships Sigourney Weaver too I mean just look at these shots like it's just like following her all the way up of the profile shots it's Mm kind of cool seeing Sigourney just like the camera's just on her
1: and like all about her in this movie and it's pretty cool that so yeah yeah So this is the scene that got her to do the movie. This scene where she sees all these aborted versions and that she's supposed to emotionally respond to all of this. This is the this is the beyond the money. This is the part in the script she's like, "All right, this works for me. I can do this." Well,
2: this is like reverse, it's a mirror to like Aliens when her they find that room with all the like test alien stuff and now she's gone in and it's her. She is the mm-hmm. testing xenomorph thing that has been proud of that but unfortunately it's it's a clone Ripley realizing this but Ripley a Ripley with the memories of before nonetheless which I don't we're supposed to know that she has the memories leading up to her death or whatever from that but I don't feel that I feel like this is a new person discovering mm -hmm. you know like that's kind of one of the weak parts of uh, this portrayal
1: I agree that is another issue I have as far as they just I don't think they 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 don't think they found the way to write her properly to really get what they needed out of this Mm -hmm. and so it's just up to weaver but i mean as good as she is she's still out to sea when it comes to (laughs) giving us a clear definition of like what is what is it that she that's that's her thing here looks like rob boutine did these effects
2: oh yeah and like there's there's (laughs) a lot of wild and weird ideas concepts and and like monster stuff on display in this that I can understand why a lot of people go, like, Oh, what the hell am I
3: watching? <laughs> I do want to say, I know th- you, since you brought up Jason X, when the, when the baby cuddle alien is being sucked out of the ship at the mm-hmm. end, I, I did say this sucks on so many levels. Yep. Uh, that's the first thought that came into my mind because <laughs> yep. I love that scene in, in Jason X. Oh man, oh, what a moment.
2: It's a sci-fi classic Jason X.
1: It is fun that when you can think of alien resurrection, I feel like the the two scenes that you do think of are underwater scene and when that fucking alien gets sucked out of the hole. <laughs> shit. Yeah, <it> seems like, <laughs> yeah. those are the two things that everyone can climb onto, as far as what is it that's memorable about this? Like, yeah, those those moments.
3: Because that's a great visual of the yeah. aliens just in the water, and I mean, I like anything. I like any monster yeah. in water. Like, I'm sold. So it's just seeing them like that new aspect to them. Like that. What a great trailer moment too. That's one
1: of the mm-hmm. things I distinctly remember. Is <laughs> is the aliens in the water. It, it looks good yeah. even for 97 it, it still looks pretty good
2: well it's got one of the coolest alien deaths that isn't even gory or anything it's just the way when the woman gets pulled away and it just kind of goes into a blurry That's just really effective
1: um and just like spooky
3: and pitoff worked on the visual effects and he directed Catwoman.
1: yeah so it's a pizza yeah i was gonna get to that pitoff um <laughs> would go on to direct Catwoman, but he is a uh, the kind of visual effects guy for Virginio, He'd worked on his other fee, worked on city of lost children for sure. Um, and uh, the other, you have what? Um, uh, ADI is the special effects company. That's doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Tom Woodruff and Al Gillis. Mm-hmm. They founded that studio with, with uh, and Stan Winston. And stuff. Uh, so they're doing a lot of the practical things. And uh blue sky, um, the animation studio they would go on to be an animation studio. They're responsible for the CG in this film.
3: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool, and also uh, this is really random, but Tom Woodruff does a really good commentary on AVP. So uh, listen to this one, you know, listen to to out now with Aaron and Aid. Listen to that commentary, but then listen to the one on AVP because Tom Woodruff is
1: cool. And he does. To be comments. fair, we only did Requiem. We haven't done AVP oh. original flavor. So Ooh. AVP that. Requiem, a uh, classic commentary featuring our our late friend Mr. Jim Deeps, mm-hmm. um, who uh, helped us come up with the uh, uh, the ter- the, uh, the our favorite character Doctor Predalian. <laughs> Doctor Bird Alien, yeah, he would he would check on the pregnant women in Alien First Predator Requiem That was one of the first oh, commentaries, nice. wasn't it? It's among the first, yeah. yes. I believe the I believe the thing is the the thing is an old enough commentary. I'm like, we should do another thing commentary. <laughs> there we now, go. Given how many commentaries we've done, <laughs> the thing, comma two t o o, because the because <laughs> the uh, the re- the thing remake remake was coming out, and we're like, mm. let's do a commentary for the thing. And so Abe and I, along with friends of the show, Alan Aguilera and Jordan Grout were on that episode. And I, th- I think we did it back to back. I think we did a commentary for The Thing and then we recorded our episode for the movie, The Thing. And we were tired because we had been doing four hours of podcasting.
4: <laughs> oh, wow.
3: My attention span would be in the next state. I don't know if I could do that for the four hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-oh.
4: Duco <laughs> <laughs>
1: Raven Cruz used to be around a lot more. Oh, Clear and Present Danger. Mm -hmm. uh, Clear and Present Danger is one of my go tos for sure.
3: Whenever, like, under siege, he was in. Like, uh, even when I saw him in training day, I lost my mind. Just,
1: yeah, whenever he popped
4: up, I was like, put your shit in.
1: Yeah, Yeah, put my shit in. That's like the last note, like I know there's more, but that's like the last notable thing I see to think of. He's it. I remember he popped up in uh, The Curse of La Llorona. That's that's I think the last thing I like. Oh, really yeah. About something he
3: pops yeah,
1: up in that one. He was fun in
2: that one. <laughs> <laughs> La Llorona.
1: I'm sure he does like tons of TV, obviously Breaking Bad, but I'm sure there's like tons of TV he's on also. And good old blood in, blood out. Yeah, here we go. 100 episodes of Major Crimes. So there oh, <laughs> he's on that something. major crimes money. Oh, yeah. Like, if, I, if I can't, yeah. if I haven't seen a character actor in a while, I assume it's some USA or CBS drama. <laughs> that has to be the answer.
3: <laughs> Where's Jeffrey Donovan now on TNT? Mm, 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 mm.
1: <laughs> he, he's on Law and Order currently. <laughs> he's, on, he's on Law
3: and Order. Oh, right? really?
1: Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: I do like his sort of resurgence in what Shot Caller, and I like him in Sicario, Sicario a lot. Sicario, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, he's always welcome when he's on screen. That's no, a like great him. presence. Yeah, I hear R-E-P-D, R.I.P.D. Two is actually pretty good.
1: No, oh, I mean the the bar is not very hard to clear. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I mean, like I'm sure when it goes streaming on Netflix, like every Universal DTD movie, I'll watch the thirty second trailer to see if I want to take all my time to watch it.
3: And <laughs> you, know, you guys know, I sorry, I say pretty positive, but I remember watching R.I.P.D. and just feeling like my essence was being <laughs> taken from my body. Like, I just, I felt, I felt. It was a real weird feeling. I got to tell you all. I, like, I was like, I don't know about this picture. Oh, good smelling scene.
1: I'm still looking at, at major crimes, and I'm, I'm trying to find out if there's a character that's just named, like, their last name is Crimes and they're a major, or if that's oh. just the name of the show. Mm. That doesn't seem to be the case, uh, but, but I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so major got, crimes. We got, Who are we, you? We just major add- crimes. Where do you work? I'm in major crimes.
2: <laughs> we just added another cast member without subtraction here. Yeah, Uh, uh, uh,
1: Uh, Yeah. He was having a moment here. He had like
2: what seven, and and seven was his like very
1: bad things. Oh man, very bad things. That that was his um his lighthearted comedic performance.
3: Have you all watched that recently? Because I watched that, and I I wasn't ready for it. Like, would I? I'm not a fan. No, very bad things.
2: Oh, I saw it in the theater. Didn't like it, and haven't returned.
3: Okay, because I
1: remember being kind of young, and I'm like, this is a lot. It is. I I saw it when I was younger when it came out, and I was like. I don't like how dark this is. But then I watch it again eventually, and I'm like, I don't like how dark this is. And then I and then I liked every other Peter Bergville more. So I mean, it's
2: one of those that go movies well, where Jeremy Piven part. plays himself, it's great. <laughs> 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 guys,
4: guys, guys guys. Later. guys, guys, guys.
1: <sighs> that and Smoking and Aces, yeah. Right, plays what and that's always like I knew all of these guys like Daniel Stern, John Favreau. It, on paper,
2: like, it's like, oh, this is gonna like, be great. Look at this cast this is great.
1: I saw that in the that's, theater opening weekend. I was like, what? What's the one with um, Emilio? That's the like the the uh, similar kind of like dark dark night, like one long night kind of crazy thing happening. Judgment uh, oh, Judgment Day, Judgment Judgment, judgment night. night, Judgment, judgment night. night, Judgment what a,
3: Night. <laughs> what a soundtrack!
1: <laughs> that that's a great trilogy: Judgment Day, Judgment Night, and Very Bad Things.
4: Uh, <laughs> it feels like very
1: feels like very bad things. That seems to be in the line of that kind of movie, right? It's kind of like a bunch of guys get up to some crazy shit and things happen, but Very Bad Things is like we want to be funny and let's also make it as dark as possible to the point where like the end is just like miserable to watch. And it's like, Oh God, I'm not into this mm-hmm. at all.
3: That's yeah, oppressive,
1: but you're it, right. It is. <laughs>
3: yeah. She just had a speech telling a guy what would happen that the audience already knows what will happen.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, this movie is very redundant <laughs> in that regard. Like it, it's...
2: Well, it's a comedic. It's like, okay, she's done this so many times, this speech about mm-hmm. what happens with these things. So here,
1: yeah, like we need a deep blue sea shark to come in at some point and just take <laughs> one of these characters. You remember out.
2: the trailer? They used the trailer with like, "What ha- you? What happened last time you raised things? I died."
1: <laughs> I do like this. This whole strap him on to the guy. Thing. Yeah, and create some good visuals too. This um set, this whole water set. This is uh, something that was specially built on the the Fox lot. Uh, that's not like a permanent water tank. Uh, but they had to build this whole thing separately to make this whole sequence work as far as this underwater stuff goes. It looks great. Yeah. It took like a couple, like a day or so to, to fill with water. <laughs> it, was, wow. it was so big mm. it took a long time to get it to fill up.
3: It always blows my mind too because I know Paul W.S. Anderson was talking about when he was doing one of the Resident Evil movies. I think it was the fourth one that they like filled it up with water, but the paint <laughs> wasn't mm. like waterproof. So when you watch the movie, it's really dark water, but they wanted it to be clear. So whenever yeah. I watch these movies now, I always think about like everything that goes into making it like perfectly clear in a set that was built to withstand flooding. So, yeah, it's a really nerdy thing. But I, I love the production design of that and like how they have to build around it.
1: Leilador's is an in Independence Day. All right. Got to be a, some background guy somewhere. Tech medical <laughs> assistant number one. Yep. That was, that was him. Do this. Oh, kitchen. This...
3: this is this a kitchen fight?
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's a kitchen fight, I guess. (laughs) Wow, add it to the list. You gotta add to the list. (laughs) Did this
2: this movie like set a record or something for the most gallons of water you or something? There's something with because there's a special feature on this about the, I mean, Titanic's baking the
1: same year.
3: I I don't know.
2: That's true. Well, (laughs) Sigourney's going after James Cameron here. She's like, we need more water. (laughs) James is gonna. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> build the set. There was something, uh, I must have been into the studio, they hadn't built something like this before. That well, like I said, had, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, they, they had the to build M. this whole set for it's this like thing. Huge, also because yeah. like they were filming um, Starship Troopers and Titanic mm-hmm. around the same time and so they 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 had they ran out of studio space to like film this so that's partially why they had to build a set like this to begin with because just there just wasn't a lot of gotcha. uh, acreage around for oh. them to use stuff because everyone was doing things. Is that why Hard Rain had to shoot
3: inside a military like a gigantic like a manufacturing plant to build well, the ha- tank in there.
4: Hard Rain,
1: movies. Hard Rain, a film that all three of us love. Um, very true. Um, that 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 movie, you know, the ambition of that project was so intense and necessary that, yes, we needed them to build a whole town to make sure that they can accurately capture the uh, the frenzied script that was uh, put on display very effectively. Um, I do like Hard Rain a lot. It's super fun. Jet skis. Yes, jet skis. I was going to feed you to it. <laughs> I don't know about getting a bunch of alien blood in the water. That seems like that'd be dangerous. Or maybe it diffuses. But not really. Right? It's this acid. is
2: this part right here. This oh, is. Man. Just
1: this That's is a good one. Creepy.
4: Yeah.
1: That camera linger also. Like the yeah. way it turns. It slightly tilts. That's good stuff. That's a very Resident evil shot.
3: I wonder yeah. if Paul W.S. Anderson was thinking about that
1: underwater acting. <laughs> uh, she was already prepared for Avatar Way of
4: Water.
3: <laughs> I just like, uh, you know, I like these movies where you have Raymond Cruz. You have like this uh, uh, collection yeah, of people yeah. uh, like v- bopping around at the end. Like that always makes
1: me happy. Oh, the, the host of Con Air, the podcast, enjoys when random great character actors appear in a movie at this
3: size? Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes but,
4: sense.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a movie so stacked. Jeez Louise.
2: See, they needed to get to this stuff faster. No, that yeah, this, yeah exactly. This is, yeah. this is what you and have that the other movies don't.
3: Where does all this, this juice is... come from? I guess the eggs just like naturally produce a ton of juice. <laughs> like... <laughs> but you're right, though. They probably could have gotten here quicker yeah you can cut out a a few hallways because yeah
2: underwater to climb in the ladder that's like good stuff for this movie that's Mm -hmm. some good action
1: sequences and this is already the shortest alien movie which is wild to me (laughs) it's what feels the longest
3: but it's so short i want to see aaron sorkin write a script for this movie
1: because there's so many hallways to walk and talk in. right
4: there you go yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. put richard schiff as the leader of this bounty hunter (laughs) crew. Bradley Whitley Michael Wincott. <laughs> Rob Lowe is in here just popping around. Yeah, Rob is the, uh, the the, alien, uh, the robot, yeah. sorry. Ellison Janney is uh is, is Ripley. Given the amount of slime, those those alien eggs probably make great omelets. You know, if you really got down oh. to it. <laughs> I don't know how tasty they are, probably probably salty, if anything. But I mean they you know, there's so much of it, you don't you know, you don't need a three egg omelet, you just get one xenomorph egg and you're good. Oh, cooking with babish needs to do this now. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> like a xenomorphic. Oh man, I forgot how much underwater acting there is in this whole sequence. Yeah. A lot of people having to hold their breath and do stuff. There's great, clear water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh man, he's uh, great at these right shots. Right
2: in there. Yep. Boom. Yeah, yeah I he's
1: love real. Denzel. <sighs>
4: ricochet.
3: <laughs> they look like a like uh, killer clowns right there. Those po- like those.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, man, when that alien, when that first Xenomorph blows up, though, the what a great trailer Mm -hmm. moment like that. I was sold and now it's all pissed.
1: Oh, man. I didn't ask when we all first saw this movie. So, Mark, you saw this in theaters when it came out originally. Yeah, yeah.
3: I remember watching it and I I pretty much watched pretty much everything in 97. And and like I said, it was one of those movies where I didn't feel a lot for it. So I think I just forgot about it. Like Mm there's no there's no hatred. I was like, that's cool. There's water bits. Uh, but mm-hmm. but it was just it was fine. A lot of so much smoke. But yeah, that, I Brandon mean, would. You know, that's yeah, it.
1: Brandon you See this in theaters right away.
2: Twice opening weekend. Uh, Twice. We, yeah, <laughs> Wednesday um, before Thanksgiving. It, well, I was supposed to see. I was supposed to wait for one of my friends to go see it on a Saturday, and then another friend was like, "I'm going to see you." you we're going. Don't care. Like he's like, just don't tell him. I was like, all right. So I had to act like I saw it for the first time. My second time. Uh, on that Saturday, but I saw it. Yeah, opening night, and uh, then went Saturday afternoon. I think the the next time. Hmm. All right, my first um, Alien movie in the theater. Um, there you go. I've since seen a thirty-five millimeter print of uh, Alien, and then they they show one of the like, I don't know, one of Cameron's original prints or something of Aliens at the Light one year, and I and I got a ticket to that and saw it. So,
1: oh, heck yeah. So Alien 3 of these four is the only one I haven't seen in the theater. Um, Before we get past this, I do want to note, Ron Perlman almost drowned during this whole underwater (laughs) sequence. Um, He did uh, not. Yeah, he hit his head on a sprinkler. He hit his head and knocked himself out, so he had to be rescued. I Um, wrote that on
2: IMDb. Uh, (laughs) See if you're paying attention.
1: And I I know uh, Winona Ryder, not a swim fan. Uh, mainly because she hates jesse bradford um but uh that's a joke but um <laughs> i
2: got it i was gonna make one myself but you went <laughs> there but,
1: but um <laughs> she's not a, she's not a big sw- ew, in the face not a big swimmer um did not want to do this stuff Wanted to do a double double wouldn't look good so she did it anyway um still got just anxiety driven uh, ridden uh, doing this whole process of the, the underwater stuff um so uh, much as you would assume, watching a sequence like this, not fun to film. <laughs> Is the, uh, takeaway, <laughs> the takeaway of a, a you know a pyrotechnic heavy, water complicated se- sequence involving multiple actors, um, all with varying um, you know levels of competency and um, ambition <laughs> and skill to accomplish the complicated things going on here. Yeah, not a uh, simple. Uh, to no, love. That's a lot. I would drink
3: uh, a Rob, lot of coffee on these days if I worked on this set because it would move so slow. I feel Rob like it water did, days. Ron
1: probably mm-hmm. did do this, uh this stunt of him bending backwards and then like That's cut up his back there. in the process. Oh gosh. Yeah. Cut up his back in the process doing it. That was another trailer
3: shot where he goes upside down. Yeah, that upside down thing. Good headshot. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> this poor spider. Yeah, he, he shot that spider. But he just adds so much to the physicality, Ron, Ron Perlman. Oh when yeah, you see, oh he yeah, he throws like himself tank. into these things. Yeah, he just looks like a tank, and you believe that he could just—I don't know—just
1: yeah, do that. <laughs> He's just a dude, a monster. I love his look too. It's so like oh, it feels yeah. so lived in with that big, you know, that scar on his face, and just like the way his hair is cut, where he has like little marks like that are like chipped out, just like well, it, you it can just kind of see the knew- life of this guy.
2: Well, you know, he added so much to us. Like, like he's oh, probably sure. just big oaf, like the, <laughs> you know, like the muscle guy for this group. And then, like he brings—he's like he won't sell for that. He brings a goofiness to it.
1: No, once Jeanette got involved, I'm sure he's like, "Hey, Ron, you want to be on this movie with us?" And he can. I mean, him. what
2: he is is he's Jane from Firefly, but you yeah. can see a clear difference between what like Pearlman brings to what um, Adam Baldwin does. Yeah,
1: a a little, less grunting. Know, yeah. yeah, and, you know, Parliament, you know, very liberal and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baldwin, not so much.
3: <laughs> oh, man, that guy's just selling it right there. He's making his
1: paycheck. Yeah. Lena Dorser is married to Janine Triplehorn. Did not know that. Oh. Since 2000. She does some really good running in the firm. The firm has a lot of good. I mean, obviously, has crews running for one thing. It has a uh, Wilfred Brimley hurrying up. Yes, it
3: does.
4: <laughs> so uh, it
1: has that going for it?
4: And Jigsaw
1: <laughs> does a lot of running in the firm too. Yeah, you get. Yeah, you get some. You get some Tobin run. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the big surprise, right? Oh, they didn't actually kill off Winona Ryder for no reason. She's alive still, and she's a uh, robot. So well, we don't know she's so- a robot yet, but she survived somehow. That's a lot of strobing. There's a lot of strobe going on here. But that's what happens when you blow up alien eggs. <laughs> you really ruined the light structure. The one thing I like about that
3: scar is it doesn't feel overly gratuitous. Sometimes in these movies, like you get one of those scars. Like uh-huh. halfway through the movie, they get the hero gets a scar on like the top of his eye and the bottom. Like this one feels like real. I mm-hmm. guess it's because it's Pearlman's face. It's not like one of those like you know in the rock, Dwayne Johnson gets the strategic shirt rips in his yeah. movies, and you're like, that's not I was like, How'd that happen? <laughs> Why is that rip there? But no, this is is just face looks really good, scarred up. Not the white gunk.
1: Underrated thing about these robots: they can really take a beating. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. they said they keep on going. I mean, fucking Lance <laughs> Henriksen gets ripped in half like multiple times. He's like, he's fine. He can still process and do everything right. he needs to do. Fucking Ash gets his head ripped off, and they're still like, yeah, let's just connect him up and get all the information <laughs> we need. Like <laughs> these robots. The the whale Utani Corporation, you know, they hit the jackpot when they came up with AI technology. Well, I mean those she people? is
2: she's a robot made by the robots, so she's not really
1: it's even better. Yeah, she's, a, she's yeah, like she's fucking the end of AI over here. She's a Mecca.
2: <laughs> I think I, I love she's got like a freckle or a mole that like is like a cap that opens up to like a port that she can plug in. I think that's like a such a cool, very Jeanette, probably detail.
1: That's leftover Beetlejuice. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of good stuff going on here. Oh, man. Does she's she seem paler excited. now than before? Oh, definitely. Maybe she's, she's... more pale than when she's mm-hmm. been there before. I mean,
3: they've probably been in the stage for a long time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, among the directors considered for this movie, we have quite a few here. Uh, Danny Boyle was the first choice. Okay, uh, they wanted Danny, which I could see that. Um, he chose to make a lifeless ordinary instead, a movie I really like.
2: And then when, um, he he would make Sunshine his own.
1: Yeah, space he'd make his be his own space thing. movie. Yeah, uh, Peter Jackson was asked, and he was like, "I don't want, I don't feel anything for this." Uh, Brian Singer was considered, uh, which makes sense at that time. Okay, uh, David Cronenberg passed. Uh-huh. Oh, and
2: where? he went for Jason X.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> are You filming in Canada? No. All right, Jason it is. Um, and then uh, Paul W. Anderson was being courted for a bit as well, and he would go on to make Alien vs Predator. So it all.
2: You want to just out. stick around the office, Paul? just yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's so funny. Like Peter Jackson from like late eighties to Lord of the Rings is like the most interesting. Like so many people passed on him or didn't use him for things or he turned like it was like everything was handed this guy's way and he didn't have like it was based on like a lot of it on his potential or something you know like he didn't he wasn't like lord of the rings peter jackson at that point but his Mm. name's like all over stuff there's like he lost out on like an elm street movie at the time um there's another thing he was supposed to do and they went with someone. I can't remember. Like oh, Texas yeah, Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. He was supposed oh. to direct that, or he was in contention to direct that. Um But it, yeah, it's just it's so wild. His journey of stuff he didn't do,
1: and then uh, you know Robert Zemeckis do it. He, he caught on. He was like, yeah, all right, give you some money to make the frighteners. Oh, so yeah. That right. Yeah.
4: You
1: know,
3: speaking of clones, I bought tickets for Multiplicity and I snuck into the frighteners
4: <laughs> oh, to watch huh. that. Oh, so you're one of
3: the
1: five people that saw it in theaters.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I that, that saw poster, the frighteners.
1: that poster. Yeah, so you were you were two me. of the five people that saw the frighteners. Oh, the poster, I loved it. I, yeah. I love going to the big theater that was by me. That's by me now, and uh, seeing that big 3D frighteners poster, I love that. Oh yeah, I, I, I so like the <laughs> that's the one, and I had it when they came on what DVD. It had that that slipcase mm-hmm. on there, I think, yep. but not on the not on the Blu-ray. I hope that comes back when they put the 4K out for the frighteners. Give me that. They had it on cover. the VHS yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember the video stores that had it on the VHS. I
2: think that the rental stores had it. I don't think when it came to sell through, I don't think it had that on it. I think that was mm. a
1: splat. So if you wanted it, you had to buy a used VHS. That's got to be why it did fail at the box office. Because like, this is a horror comedy of Michael J. Fox. Also, it has this creepy, like cool motion poster thing going on. I don't know what to think about this.
3: <laughs> What's going on here? And then it's abuse season here.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, little... <laughs>
3: You loved him in
2: Starship Troopers.
3: Oh, Jeffrey Combs in that movie. Mm -hmm. If if you're not
1: ready... We all love the Friders.
3: If you're (laughs) not ready for Jeffrey Combs in that movie... I guess if you know Reanimator, you know how far he goes. So, is that another ring light?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are noticing these, and I'm seeing them now, too, a lot. Yeah.
3: I've, I've... Yeah. That's, uh whatever i mean it looks cool i guess whatever it
2: works with the aesthetic here
3: yeah i mean when a movie fully commits uh, you can forgive a lot i guess but i'm not forgiving here
1: because i keep calling I it i get cuz i'm seeing cuz we're like we're in hallways a lot and none of these hallways are lit that way so like i <laughs> can't <laughs> believe that
2: well, well it's the time oh. where an alien movie hits a countdown and has to
3: <laughs> there's a lot of feet shots in this movie there is,
2: yeah yeah it's from low even the hallway shots go bit they they go a bit more low
3: it's foot heavy yeah, it's not Footloose. So what,
1: what's, what's 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 getting? Why is weedon getting this job? Like, because he's he's a he's a script Buffy? doctor. Main, I mean, Buffy's just kind of starting. The, yeah, yeah. Buffy is. Oh, the movie didn't he write Buffy? Yeah, but it's not like the movie was super. mean oh, no, the movie has, happened.
2: They would have been around. Like Buffy wouldn't have been a. He'd have had to turn this in before Buffy hit TV and was yeah. Yeah. So
1: like at this point he's just like he's doing what, like ghostwriting on Speed, Waterworld, Roseanne Twister. and Toy Story. Hand. Toy the Toy Story gets an Oscar nomination. He's among the people that get an Oscar nomination. Yeah. I think he just uh, it
2: was known of like there's like just if known you as a were, great writer. Well that and I think he had strong geek cred within the sure. filmmaking community. They knew he could he could do genre stuff,
1: but um That's what I was gonna kind of say. I think that's the, I, think I think that's the same with with um little different but I mean as far as geek cred goes I think that's why Peter Jackson was sought after In various ways because right. like the people That know see that this guy's Clearly talented watching films like you know Dead Alive, Heavenly Creatures and what mm-hmm. and, and being like this guy is Great like why are we not giving him more <laughs> projects And it's just things just didn't line up until they actually lined up But like I, I feel like that's a big part of it Where like people that know film Keep seeing Peter Jackson and being like This is a unique voice that we are not capitalizing on Why are we not doing this right like, Let's give him Lord of the Rings. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. Come here, friendly Harvey. <laughs> let's let's get let's get this deal going. But you know, it's funny. It's like
3: life.
2: you went. For, that's what people do now, though. Like <laughs> you did what now? Like these
1: little things. Here, take this big blockbuster thing. Well,
3: yeah, you did cop yeah, car. Take Spider
1: Man. No, you, know, you did miss the put big put But they pu- but they put more reins on them. Like look no. at Lord of the Rings. Like, that's absolutely Peter Jackson. Like, there's no there's no mistake <laughs> well, you, in that for Peter You Jackson.
2: don't you luck out. But I mean, the guys you can tell, but you give these a lot of these indie filmmakers stuff. Like, it's it's almost like this is <laughs> with that. It's like why Kevin Smith never wanted to do big budget things or something like that, because he turned he'd be delivering your Colin Trevorrow type, you know, <laughs> things people complain I, about.
1: At the same time, There is a level of talent that's just not there for certain people. Right. Like, you know, we like, I I like my fair share of Kevin Smith talking about stuff, and I like a portion of the movies he's made, but I also just, I don't see it like, I don't think he could do that kind of thing to begin with. Like, I, I...
2: Mm. well, I mean, but nowadays they're taking the clerk's person and giving them, um, giving Mm -hmm. them
1: that. That's, but I'd argue the ones that they're taking. Do show me directorial skills in those things. Like I the Kevin Smith movies that I like, it's not because of his amazing direction of those movies, it's because he's a good writer and he did they make yeah. he makes poppy films. Like I I don't I I know what you're saying. He says I don't see like what Fleck and Bowden from like Sugar and Half Nelson. Yeah. They're good, yeah. they're good directors. Like, did I necessarily need to see them make Captain Marvel? No, but I could see their ability on screen to make me understand that choice, I can see that of Cop Car too. I necessarily think that 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 Watts, a director that as far as I'm concerned doesn't exist when it comes to Spider Man movies, despite having made three of them. Um, <laughs> I I I certainly saw skill in Cop Car that can make me understand why that choice will be made. Whether or not he actually gets to do something identifiable as a director, that's another story. But like, I, I get where that comes from.
3: Okay. When that great gets pulled, did you all think about the ads movie too? <laughs> 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 Sorry,
2: <laughs> what we do in the Crawdads?
3: <laughs> and also, good, too that dude was, who did Short Term Twelve, he made a,
1: a Dustin nice, Dent and Credit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And you know, Josh Trank.
1: <laughs> Again, like those are like, <laughs> regardless of the films they make, and obviously, yes, we like Shang Chi and Fantastic Four is a thing that happened, uh, but like. Chronicle is a well-made movie, right? It's yeah. not just like, oh, what if we did this? It's a well-directed film. It has stuff going there that feels interesting. Short Term 12 is a well-made movie that has mm-hmm. unique choices in addition to like a you know an emotional script. I mean, I love Mallrats
3: and Clerks, but it's kind of just people facing the camera and uh, yeah. talking. I mean, it's still.
1: And he, he's the first person that would tell you that he yeah. knows he's not a great director. <laughs> like he's not looking up to you. He, he, he's he's he said Amy if he's chasing Amy
2: as well, like. You know.
1: Again, mm. there are Kevin Smith movies I like a lot. The two of them are my favorite movies of all time. But like I, I, I yoga you know, Hosers I and tusk, or? yoga Hosers and tusk. Yeah, obviously.
3: Yeah, you know, Justin Long, he crushes it. <laughs> oh, this is the cuddle scene. Yep. Yeah. This, this is, is where this
2: it stuff. gets weird.
3: This is one thing that was burnt in my memory. I'm like, yo, know, I was like, she's cuddling with
1: this alien, and this is something the studio wanted to cut out of the movie. <laughs> and uh, Sigourney Weaver said, if you do that, I'm not promoting this movie. Yeah, I need them alien cuddles.
2: I'm gonna fuck this alien or you wa- <laughs> see me walk.
1: Well, we've talked about that before, right? The demands that she made on aliens, right? That Sigourney Weaver wanted... She wanted to like, what? There were, like, three main things she wanted. She wanted to not use a gun. Right. She wanted to, she wanted to kiss an alien, or, like, make love to an alien, and she wanted to die, right? Those are, like, the three things that she wanted to do mm-hmm. when she signed on for aliens. And so... Not which one? Do, like she eventually does all three of those things, right? In the course of these movies, mm-hmm. over the course of the, of the sequels, because And of the Alien gun 3, bit's the she, most yeah. iconic too. Alien her... three, she doesn't use a gun, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing, because there's no guns. It's on right. a it's on a not wood planet. Um... On oh, this guy,
2: yeah, they're very both concepts for Alien three. They're very much aiming to please with it, because there was the uh, the wooden planet with all the monks. She wouldn't have had which... a gun
1: in that. Which I still feel like Ridley Scott was like, oh, yeah, well, let me, let me basically do that in Covenant, which feels like it's a more wooded planet that has a lot of like space monks that we just see die off screen, basically. Well, no, it wasn't like a forest force. It was made of like it was bush. made of wood no, I, yeah. yeah, I, I just say I feel like Ridley Scott. It, I feel like there's like an in joke there. Like okay. I feel like he's doing a lot of riffing on Alien 3 in that movie. It just feels gotcha. like it just by the tone of it. I everything. would
2: love someone to do like an animated movie of that script. I'd like to see that.
3: Come to life somehow. Oh, here comes one of my favorite moments. Uh,
1: he looks like he's wearing a like a nice fleece, like a Columbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks oh, like yeah. outside of the whole like <laughs> uh, alien's about to burst out of my chest part. the, the clothing he has looks great. <laughs> I love that he knows
2: what to do here with it. Like the way he's like, I gotta get this guy's head on my chest,
4: <laughs>
3: and he becomes invincible.
1: Adrenaline, baby.
3: Yeah, it's true. You know, I like the scene, though. This is this is good. Bonk. It's very Sam, Sam Raimi ass bonk. I like it.
2: Oh, there, there was a concept for Alien 3 where. Um, Ripley was out of commission and it was a Hicks and Newt movie.
1: <laughs> I forgot about this shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> this oh, was, okay. Into yep. the mouth. <laughs> right through the head. Yeah.
2: You know, writing this movie, they could have they could could have made a movie between Aliens and Alien Three and done what people wanted, if they really if you think about it. Hmm. We don't know that they're you know, you could have had a stop off adventure back onto the thing.
1: They'd have to be bending over backwards to <laughs> explain this whole Newton Bean stuff and the egg and i know what you're saying i get it like you could have but
3: yeah just stop off on a water planet i'll take that right there you go uh, you got me laughing though like i'm gonna i'm gonna drop xenomorphs on this planet and then i'm gonna nuke it (laughs)
2: like what's the what's the purpose like i want to know this this military i want to know this military strategy that these xenomorphs come in handy for
1: well, when, the, when there's too many Raptors, yeah. you, know, right. you have the only way to fight them is with xenomorphs. Is that, <laughs> was, that, was, that <laughs> a, was
2: that another basketball reference? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why Cronenberg didn't do this because he was a big Toronto yeah. Raptors fan. <laughs> he, he had season tickets. He could. He didn't want to miss a game. Even though it's Fox, which famously shoots in Vancouver for a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah. nah,
3: nah, nah. Ooh, that looks good. So much juice. So Shep like...
1: Is- it was a big juicy scene.
3: This, this stuff queen. just spreads.
1: That's another thing. Like, I, I always forget that there's like an alien queen in this movie. That's how like eventful yeah. this feels. And like, that doesn't add to my, you know, appreciation for it. It's like, yeah, but alien queen, like that should be notable to some degree. And so it's yeah, like it's the
2: whole reason they cloned her.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that, I guess that's a part of it. Like, you're there's so the, much more interested in the other stuff going on. The
2: weird Brad Dorif like cocoon yeah. stuff going on, too. It is, it's
1: bizarre. That's just all his home movies they inserted into this, by the way. <laughs> right.
3: And hey, we need some B roll. You got some? You got some stuff for? Oh yeah, yeah. My yeah, daughter
1: and I were making some fun movies over the other weekend. Yep. Ah.
3: <laughs> Did you see her tenant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all. Call the Chucky and Curse to Chucky are wonderful.
2: Oh, they are. Yes. They the TV are. show. TV show's is great too.
3: Devin Sawa has been crushed. I like. I like new. He's like a new Ethan Embry from Cheap Thrills and uh, Devil's Candy. Now there's yeah, Devin yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter. Yeah, very, Hunter.
1: very much so. He's very much yeah. on that Ethan Embry run right now, where he just suddenly starts appearing in cool genre stuff. <laughs> yep. Listen, y'all, Cheap Thrills is a wonderful movie. If you're listening,
3: that movie's awesome. Yep, it is. It's legit. Yeah. Like I bought it at a vending machine at Alamo Draft House. And I just think it's oh what a movie! I love that movie. That's
1: one of the last things I saw at Cinema Family before it
3: closed down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good! Good oh, more smoke too, work. Yeah. Oh yeah, good and guys, David yeah, Koechner, yeah. man, like he sells it. Like what? A, yeah. And Pat Healy and Sarah. Hey, Paxton. Healy. Oh, yeah, Pat Healy, of course. Yeah, it's the oh, Innkeepers
2: Reunion. Oh yeah, I you love know, that
3: Paxton. Whenever I watch Shark Night, I feel bad because I'm like, you were in, you were in Cheap Thrills. Sarah Paxton, sorry.
1: So he just
3: punched that thing's head off, and now yeah. he's smoking and he's so, juicing.
1: I like this thing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this this yeah. weird ass design do they have for this humanoid alien, xenomorph yep. thing. It's I think it's because it can arch its eyebrows. I think that's what gets me. <laughs> I think that because it has like facial expression and like looks sympathetic. It, it's like I just like what this weird googly white thing is. Something it's almost got it.
2: the same face as Sam from Trick or Treat. Oh. Yeah, and you're Ramos. right. It does. Yeah. It does
1: have a very similar Sam face. It's kind yeah. of like a petulant the eye, child. Because the eye shape, because got like, of the way the eyes are. Yeah. Shaped,
3: yeah. Oh, just punches his mom's head off, and he's like super emo. It's super emo, I guess. The cuddles are coming up soon, too.
1: Well, yeah, just like the way it can arch its brows, I think that's what sells me on this thing. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, that's slimy. beautiful. Brad Dourif's that- like, I know I'm like half dead, but this is pretty cool.
4: <laughs> it's got that
2: weird like that? hook
1: note on it, like the little.
3: Oh, yeah
2: no yeah it's It's just like a weird choice it's a good design
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh here another good one I love the gore in this movie like the, so like yeah it doesn't go the way you would expect some of these
1: kills and I love that oh get it and it's like so steamy like every time it opens its mouth it's (sighs) steaming up I love a good head bite in movies head bites are fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) The Alien series has a good number of good head bites.
3: Like the Rancor when he eats a Gamorrean guard. Like Rancor's got a good head, but yeah. Oh, what a great head bite! So much smoke. See, I told. Do you know how much money? Like, I'll just be wearing <laughs> cargo shorts. I would be setting up tubes of death everywhere. Every my name would be called the entire time. Where's Mark? We need more smoke.
2: He's out having a smoke break from smoking.
3: <laughs> save it, save it. We're running out. Just people puffing later. Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Either those things smoke. You think Resurrection gets a lot of Ripley cosplay? The whole like vest in oh. leather pants combo. If so it would have came out later, yeah, but You don't think I, it doesn't it does now when people get an alien con, which I'm sure happens. I managed oh. about fifty shows for Wizard across the
3: country and I never saw one. Wow. So seems like it's an easy costume to make. Yeah. It belongs in a sleeveless shirt Hall of Fame next to like Sarah Connor's tank top.
1: It feels practical. Yeah. R- Rita
3: Vertaski's vest.
1: <laughs> yeah. When's <laughs> that uh, Edge of Tomorrow sequel coming? I guess as soon as Cruz gets back from space. Right. <laughs> what if that secretly is what him and Lyman are doing? They're just making the Edge of Tomorrow sequel. They're not saying that that's what it is, but they're, that's what they're doing in space. Uh-huh. So, so this <laughs> That'd be ship, great.
2: This, oh, ship, wow. this ship they're Please. on. It's uh-huh. not It's not very alien. It's very like Robotech, like anime, like live action realized mm. more than it is an alien.
1: And, you know, ship. Star Wars <laughs> to an extent. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, like, didn't really Scott really want to go practical, though, with this ship, like make it seem like space truckers, like very. Yeah, yeah, private. yeah. Yeah. This seems like Star Wars anime, like just very smoky. Man, yeah, so, like
2: the exterior is more what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. It's like very much. Yeah, that's that looks fair. very. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It looks like Robotech type.
3: Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it just doesn't look like anything that's come before or like within
1: the universe we've. Yeah, robo- there's like a lot of feels to that. Like, yeah, this like Mac, you, Yeah, this feels like you could uh, delete a scene from Matrix Reloaded. Yeah.
3: And we need more dancing. Right, <laughs> Sorry. more feet. Oh, yeah. I like, I love you're right, I do love this thing's nose. The it's, smoke, it's, it's kind of
1: adorable. <laughs> this monster thing um, that they have,
3: <laughs> and it has a sense of humor, too. It just grabs the thing and closes it. Like, I get it,
1: I got it's, it. It's okay, yeah. I understand. Doors, it's like if you put this thing at like Peter Boyle and Young Frankenstein together, they'd probably have a good time.
2: Oh, surely
3: oh, putting on the Ritz. <laughs> Oh, the two of them. Yep. Yeah.
2: You could go to put it on the Ritz chorus, and then sub in when it's screaming, getting sucked out. <laughs> yeah.
1: This sucks. Yeah, make so that, make, many that mm. make that fan edit. Make that fan edit, listeners. Put it on the Ritz. i freaking side of the sucking out sequence from Alien Resurrection. <laughs> 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 um.
3: yeah. I really want. Um, Peter Mensa, Sergeant Brodsky, to pop up and just start fighting this cuddle alien. I don't know sure. its name. I just call it the cuddle alien. Okay.
1: It's, it's going to take it's... more than a stick to <laughs> knock this old dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll do. do. Yeah. <laughs>
4: that'll do. That'll <laughs> do. Yep, that'll do. Oh,
3: that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Oh, look a lot of salad fingers he has. Oh, that thing's so cool.
1: It is cool. Like every mm-hmm. the yeah, Okay, this is this is slowly bringing me back around with this movie. The <laughs> shots of this thing. I haven't seen oh, this. Hey, there's a,
3: a while. Classic alien shot. Yep, that'll from the side. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Plop. Oh, I love a good head Ooh. squeeze. Oh, that was, yeah, it was, was a squeezy head. Very Ricky. Ricky O. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like look at my did head. that get announced. Brandon that get announced recently <laughs> for 4K or just a Blu-ray? Oh, Ricky O. Ricky uh, O, the story of Ricky. I, I thought I saw something I about know. that like a while ago. Mm. See how I find that.
3: This thing just has like a, a weird character to it that I really like. But once again, I, I can see it.
1: You watch the first three, then this thing pops up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also because now we're at like the end game of this movie, where like it is really exciting. You know, it's <laughs> we. Right, well, I mean, once, the they, stuff.
2: once they hop in the water to the end, it's pretty smooth sailing. The end goes a little bit too long after they get through with this, but
3: yeah, when she starts cuddling, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
3: yes. Oh wait, R- Ripley did that too. I love it. I'm gonna rub your face.
2: You're pretty.
3: I should waterfall her face. <laughs> yeah, Is it's that you, face style stuff. He yeah. <laughs> <It's-
2: laughs> sticks his finger in the wound. <laughs>
3: There's like dry ice in its mouth, or something. yeah, you, every time it's like opening its mouth, there's just steam coming out
4: of there.
3: Put her down, cuddle monster.
1: Oh, that was walking. Yeah, it the cuddles. There's another Ricky O thing coming along sometime soon.
3: You imagine you're in a fight for your life in the cargo bay of a ship, and then all of a sudden, this lady starts just starts cuddling with this monster.
4: Like this. <laughs>
2: This is this is cool when she cuts herself
1: to getting in there. (laughs) Bloop! (laughs) Mm -hmm. Brodsky's just outside. Yeah, they re- they really used the grossness of the xenomorph to their advantage in this movie quite a bit. Like oh, that yeah. seems to be a major factor. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the blood thing. We should really uh put that to town. Mom, why? Let's see. H.R. Geiger was a fan of this movie, although he was upset they didn't get any credit. Oh. Oh. The, but, yeah, uh, he, he, they, like, they said he it was dug a pay the movie.
3: issue. What Jean Pierre was like? It was a pay
1: issue. They didn't want to pay him. That's what he said. I mean that okay. tracks as far as you know Hollywood logic, but. He did. He goes. did like. He's like, of the people that say nice things about this movie, because most people, you know, James Cameron's like, this movie fucking sucked. Ridley Scott's hey. like, oh, no, thank you. Sigourney Weaver's like, yeah, money. <laughs> but H.R. Geiger walks up and is like, pretty good.
2: <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, what would you think of it? I was in it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I love that this direct, like, he just followed this up with Amelie. Like, that's just makes it makes me happy. Like, this didn't wreck his career. He's like, I'm just going to go make something awesome.
1: Well, it, I mean, it, it discouraged him from Hollywood. He, he swore off Hollywood ever. Yeah it is he's mm-hmm. like yeah france it is <laughs> that's that's my, that's my speed here oh man okay so this this i mean this part like this is sad and this practical stuff looks <sighs> good the cg stuff less effective once again like, this sucks sh- on uh, so
3: many levels yeah this, Ooh, this is
1: so nasty <laughs>
3: yeah
1: it's just that's this is really weird on watching this on watching this on mute is really disturbing actually, because it's really sad. I'm just watching this feature's face being all upset. And to we were being upset.
2: I remember it, like when I first saw this, it felt like forever for that thing to get sucked out.
1: But it's actually <laughs> Yeah, cool. it just yeah, it takes a long time where it's like that's not how that would happen. It'd be like instant. <laughs>
2: Because it's scream is like, just like, whoa. It's
1: yeah, they really. Curdling. Yeah, they, it, it's it's basically the equivalent of Peter Parker phasing away in Infinity. War. <laughs> That's the same scene.
3: Uh, Look at that. That would send.
1: That's yeah, just... the world would be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just destroyed Earth with that.
2: <laughs> Remember, everybody in this movie has said Earth sucks. Like, yeah. no one wants yeah. to go to Earth. So and in the alien movies at the time, it was like, what is Earth like in these? And this one was like promising that
1: next time. They would show you. Yeah, basically, basically, they're basically they're like Earth is like Army of Darkness director's cut mm-hmm. ending. That's that's what they. Oh, well,
4: they I actually they long.
2: they cut the ending like they were they actually did get out and get on Earth and they had a final scene from there. Mm-hmm. But they I I think it didn't test well or something. But mm-hmm. They just so they cut it short.
3: The Statue of Liberty was there. Right. Yep. <laughs> Brodsky just floats by him. Yeah. I love Bronzky, guys. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yep, that'll do. <laughs> alien on Camp Crystal Lake also.
4: Oh.
1: What's, what's that what? over there in the water? Here we are. Oh, yeah. They, they just saw the Nebuchadnezzar cruise by in the, in the air. <laughs> <laughs> on its what's way it? to Machine City. <laughs>
2: it's very interesting. The, the way they shoot this Sigourney, and, yeah.
3: I think that was in the trailer, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think I've so, seen yeah. that image. If you can get past that sagging middle,
1: it ends strong. Uh no, yeah, the like this is a strong third act. You can say about most alien movies, I mean except the other ones are just more consistent, at least two it went into obviously. Poor cuddle monster. Yeah, it's gone. That was that. That was more disturbing than it, I think it needed to be. Watching it, you know, silently on this commentary, like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, yeah. a, I'm more upset than I thought I would be watching that this time. Its <laughs> you know, body was
3: jiggling too when you're watching it. Like, what is it's like? Yeah, this is yeah, a, it's, lot. It's
1: a lot, a lot. Because it's completely destroyed. Like the every the face crumbles. It's like watching Sarah Connor get blown apart in T two. So it's really upsetting and sad. <laughs> i haven't watched the theatrical cut in a while yeah this is like just a different vision of how this is all gonna go because under the special edition like they land right they're on earth
2: yeah they walk out and they sit on like they a rock out. or something they have a conversation and yeah it almost feels like an incomplete movie like it ended before it was you know like we're we're done yeah and, and i'm sure that's the <laughs> way it got cut but like that's how that from what i remember of that alternate ending on here there's like two different takes of it and it's just like Okay, that was it. Like, that was very unsatisfying.
1: The uh, well, HR Geiger's credited that maybe that is that later after the fact.
3: Original alien
1: Dan Um, the that alien hybrid thing originally had um, or like uh, sex organs, both male and female sex organs mm-hmm. that were uh, digitally removed in purse production. I mm-hmm. guess <laughs> okay. they they thought. There's a lot going on here. We need to scale back a bit. <laughs> so let's let's not define the gender of this thing. How that, big that'll was make people it? more That'll make more people more understanding of the crazy monster we developed for this series. <laughs> people will he said
3: he regretted that. that, too. He said he felt bad, right? He's like, because we only see it once below the waist. But yeah, and all like,
1: that. That was money they spent on doing that mm-hmm. for the sake of the audience's need for clarity. <laughs> I don't know.
3: You know, that's what I, that's what I was thinking about when I was leaving. When I, you know, I remember leaving the theater in 97. I'm like, what was that? They should have included some, uh, yeah, mind. That was a bad joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you got a whole, you got to fold them. Y'all this movie didn't have balls. That's what you're saying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh... (laughs) This
3: was fun. What else? I mean, it's zippy, right? Like it's, I don't know. I don't think it's strong
1: enough. So you think it's zippy because like, yeah, the last 40 minutes we're all, you know, it's cooking. It's, you know, we're getting underwater. We're doing some cool stuff. It's just, yeah, you know, in alien colon hallways and corridors that part was getting a little redundant. (laughs) There's
2: there's probably a nice 85, 90 minute movie in here.
1: Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, you reduce the characters or kill. Just kill more of them off quicker. Mm -hmm. You got yourself a movie.
2: There's a missing death or two in those co- corridor walks. Um,
3: <laughs> we need more red shirts. Yes. We need the for Grace cut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, of the editors that are available. Only he <laughs> could make something out of this.
2: for <laughs> Grace saves the movies.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, what, the, what editors you got? Like, well, we got Michael Kahn or uh, uh, we, got, we got Cronenwith. Thelma. If <laughs> <Thelma laughs> and um, uh <laughs> what's this other oh topher grace uh yeah <laughs> one of those guys that kid not- y- yep <laughs> I, I checked. he's got it's moxie it. i like it hire him it's <laughs> him
3: spunk <laughs> Just, uh, i wonder what the budget of juice on this movie was like the the gunk uh, the, the goo, the slime
1: there's buckets of it I I mean, I'm sure they just raided all the party cities (laughs) and um, (laughs) (laughs) and costume shops around, just made their own, and Walmarts for slime ingredients and just uh, made it all work.
3: You know, everyone says that Walmart took all the uh, metal from Hawaii for the atoll. Like this movie, it's like famous for stealing all the slime, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) not stealing, buying out all the slime. But you know that reminds me. You know that Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine. I feel like that movie started really hot, and you're just talking about a good ending. And I was like jazz for about a half hour, and I was like, oh no. But like, it took me about a half hour to realize that with X Men Origins Wolverine because of that cool intro. So like this movie, I guess I guess it does send you out on a high because little cuddle monster gets sucked out. They live. They see some clouds. Everyone's happy. You leave.
1: I, I've had my take on Wolverine for a while, but Brandon, you you sum it up pretty best. Re- remind us what uh
4: Wolverine the ca- is
2: the Canon Films X-Men movie.
4: It <laughs> is very at much the... an
2: eighties <clears throat> Canon Films
1: like Whoa, maybe I should at, rewatch at, that. At the at the time before I knew what Canon Films was when I saw the movie, I, I I'd always figured it, it's like this is just a movie in the wrong decade. Uh this is a movie that should have been in the is an 80s movie. It just happens to come out in two thousand eight, nine. Um, and it's yeah. a shame because I, it's still like, it's not like that makes it good. It's just more of, I see what they're doing here, whether they knew they were doing that or not. It just feels like it's in the wrong decade to exist to begin with. I showed my
3: students the electric boogaloo documentary. So, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Now, like after going through so much Canon, I actually just bought Ninja three, the, the. the, the The Dominion. Yeah, the Domination. Yeah, Domination. That movie's (laughs)
2: amazing.
3: Yeah, I, I, and I learned about it on that documentary and then they had just had a sale. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get, I'm going to get that. I also bought Night of the Comet, which Joss Whedon knows a lot of, a lot too for Buffy, but whatever. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, I rewatched that recently during uh, Halloween month. Man, when she when that zombie comes at her and she's like, "Screw you!" and gets on a motorcycle and rides away, I don't think Good I've stuff. ever I don't think I've ever been
1: happier because like, stuff. what just
3: what just happened? Uh, this is amazing.
1: Hey, blue sky. <laughs> yeah, here's all the blue sky credits. Oh. um, let's see. Okay, so we're wrapping up uh, Alien here. So next month, speaking of uh, Alien related things, we have a new Avatar movie coming out, mm-hmm. uh, which means that James Cameron is uh, on the docket.
2: Evader. Yep
1: uh i you know i'd want to do like you know uh true lies of the abyss it's just you know that the limited accessibility of those movies makes it a little difficult um so i guess we're just gonna have to do avatar for our commentary track for december
2: way of the land
1: i'd say titanic but that'd just be a really long commentary (laughs) um yeah way of the land that's a I think that's ne- that's gonna be next up for us guys mm-hmm. I love that tree but I would not want that thing in my front yard <laughs> <laughs> ah.
2: we well, you know what well, you can do Piranha too. play alien the alien play the, play, play the video game, game, game. from the Fox Interactive <laughs> <laughs> is that Gotta just now. is that company just interactive now
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever that what, like it's like we haven't made a game in like three decades doesn't matter we're changing your guys' <laughs> name <laughs> <sighs> all right well fine. we've done it we've talked yeah, about alien that. resurrection we've completed the quadrilogy so now that just means that we have uh we have to uh and we so we let's see we've, let me think about all this though because we've we've done the quadrilogy we've done requiem so we still and we've done we've done predator 2
4: mm-hmm. so
1: that we so so we still have to do predator <laughs> predators the, the, the predator, predator alien versus predator <laughs> Prometheus and like g- we still got six movies we got to yeah. do the series,
4: guys. <laughs> we
2: aren't even started. Like, yeah,
1: we we scratched yeah. the surface. Of You've
2: the- done a lot of these. You have not. It's a <laughs> couple. We did a couple of them.
3: Predator Wait, Two is gnarly, good. y'all. I watched it again oh, recently. Oh, we are just, big Predator Two. Fan, I have that been that a Predator is, Two fan. since
2: day one. Like, yeah, no. welcome to the party. <laughs> other people who like it, but yeah, like, I but never I, understood I, why people didn't like that movie.
1: I grew up with Predator, Predator Two on WGN, watching it on TV, being like, "This rocks!" So I'm like, all oh, this is good.
2: Stephen you know Hopkins, think- more like Stephen Hipkins, because he, <laughs> what's up?
3: Well, he directed Judgment Night too, didn't he? He did <laughs> direct Judgment yes, Night. He did
2: yes. yes, he did. <laughs> that was his 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 fire was yeah.
3: Now, watching that movie at, when I was like ten or eleven, Predator Two. I was expecting a Predator because you 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 can be young and watch Predator, but I was watching Predator Two and I'm like, man. This is a lot. I remember feeling that way, watching that and watching it again. I love, like, Danny, what, Danny Glover's 70% more hostile than most cops, like, his stats in that movie. And, he could oh, take Arnold. Beautiful. I know. It oh, could. yeah. I liked how they had to keep putting him in flannels to, like, hide mm-hmm. how jacked he was in that. I know I'm, I, I digress, but still,
1: I love that movie. Steve- Stephen Hopkins also did, of course, Lost in Space, a film we did a commentary track for during our run of films that were beaten by Titanic at the mm-hmm. box office. And that's the one that concluded that one by being the one that beat Titanic, um, which, of course, was directed by James Cameron, who does Avatar, which we're talking about next month on this track. Uh, but we do need to wrap up. Uh, so guys, you're going to do it for this out now commentary track for Alien Resurrection. Uh, you can find everything I do over th- my personal website thecozyk Everything I do, ends up over there. I write for We Live Entertainment and Wise the Blue. I'm on Twitter, Aaron's PS4. Mark Hoffmeyer, Where can people find more of your work? Oh,
3: really. Movie Sons of Flakes. Movie Sons on FLIX. You can do that. At the website of the podcast, or Deeply See the podcast, Con Air the podcast. I watched, and I just watched every almost every episode of Dragon Ball Z Super and GT, and I did uh, stats for vegeta so when the new honest trailer for the new dragon ball z movie comes out i have a video that releases alongside of it called by the numbers and it's all vegeta stats so look for that that was that put me into like another realm of exhaustion i was getting up at like four going to bed at 12. cool cool job because i never watched by to pull all vegeta stats and um I, I started mumbling to myself towards the end of it and i slept for a couple days afterwards but cool assignment so watch the video you'll like it
1: very cool Brandon Peters, where can people find more of your work, work online?
2: Uh at Brandon Four K U H D on the social medias, uh Brandon Peters show. Uh also at the Currently uh The Raps, Scott Mendelson and I <laughs> doing a <some> Burton <laughs> retrospective. Uh pretty fun. Um, it's just getting off the ground here. Uh and then at will I have had a lot of reviews and stuff but i'm currently doing the sony pictures classics uh 30th anniversary collection which i'm humbled that they sent me to review um those those reviews will be going up all through the month
1: very cool you can find all the other episodes of this podcast on itunes Boom, spotify and stitcher you can follow us on all the socials wherever you can find podcasts and all that stuff uh brandon mark thank you both for joining me for this episode well thanks for for having me Mm -hmm this is great for sure glad, glad to have you guys here glad we were able to finish off this quadrilogy uh, that yeah. is going to do it for this month's commentary track uh, so until next month and until next time we have more podcasts and more commentaries that's going to do it so until then so long and goodbye
0: thank you for listening the Brandon Peters show is a creative zombie studios production produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters written and edited by Brandon Peters